All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 139. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me tonight, as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How you doing, sir? Happy 2023, Fred. Happy 2023 to you. And it turns mm -hmm. out that along with a new year, I got a new voice box. I don't know what happened. I lost my voice mm -hmm. right before or shortly before our last episode. And like a scab that needed to be ripped off. When mm -hmm. my voice came back, it was just like brand new. Boom. You were so like I a don't snake. Know. You were like a snake shedding its old voice box skin. It's been funny at work. I've only been back to work today because uh, mm -hmm. for those that are listening, um, I'll talk in a moment about the day this comes out, but we're recording this on Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And so I we had off Monday for New Year's. That's like our work recognizes that holiday. Um, and uh, and people were meeting with me today and they were like, holy shit, like you have a real voice. Like I just mm. always sounded like hoarse and grovelly and whatnot. But anyway, it's not 100%. Mm. I'm still a little nasally and still got a little bit of congestion. But by and mm. large, my voice box is back and I don't have to clear my throat and I don't have to try hard and I can hit slightly higher <laughs> octaves than before. So oh. I'm super happy, man. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, Talking without yeah, effort, it, it's a thing. You know, for for us, it's only like a few days after after New Year's, but mm -hmm. the people here in this, it'll be a little 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 bit into January. But you know, it was a we made it. We made it another year. We um, did. Did you get to see the and, ball uh, drop? Do you guys watch the ball drop on the East Coast? I always have this theory that you don't. Why? Because we're in a different time zone than you, or something? No, no. How's no, that the, work? The ball drops. No, in if you're in, this is why you guys are so elitist about your fucking time zone. No, the ball mm -hmm. only drops on the East Coast. Okay, mm -hmm. like there may be places, right? Like fake places. I could see Vegas doing it. I could see LA doing it. Mm -hmm. Chicago doesn't do it, so they just know better. But so we so watch you the ball watch drop at eleven, and then it's oh. just get as drunk as you can over the course of the next hour because you got to say Happy New Year and then go to sleep. Really. Yep, and that is exactly I never, what I fucking did. <laughs> I honestly never think about that. Yeah. Like, uh, you're right. I'm just so used to it being East Coast, New York. I never think about the rest of you guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we watch the ball drop because that's when Times Square does it. And I got to say. And then it's like the party after, you know what I mean? Yeah, all, all shit talking aside, as much mm -hmm. as I really hate the elitism of the East um, Eastern time zone, Mm -hmm. Y'all know how to throw on a good party. I would never want to be in Times Square for New Year's, nope. but I love watching it. Yeah, you would never go. You, especially before, it's a little modest now, but before when there was no safety concerns and no security exactly, concerns, yeah. <laughs> you know, before like, you know, before viruses and like the threat of bombs and stuff, it was just a sea of humanity. And I was just like, you'd watch it on TV and it'd be like, you know, five degrees out. And it would be like, please ignore those emojis that were intended. Thank for you, my buddy. Wife. I love you. I love you too, man. 
It is a new year, and I and like you it. Heard me I like this shit, new show of affection why. for friends. All right, I like the new. You know what's funny is you just say nothing. I would have let that go because I would have figured it out that that wasn't for me. But since you had to say it, you're gonna get it, East Coast style. And you know what? I love a man that's not afraid to send kissy emojis to other men. Your wife is going to question that, I'm sure. Well, no, actually, she probably won't. But if she saw it, she'd be like, the fuck? No, that's right, honey. I love Fred more than I'll ever love anybody in this fucking family. Oh, my God. It shows me respect, goddammit. So we're into the same shit. The show, but... we're, we're into the same shit, all right? I hate my friend, my- that Samsung phones leap to the most recent <laughs> chat instead of the one that's like, if you click Listen. to respond to like your wife, it doesn't load that chat. At least not mine. My Galaxy 21 just loads the most Listen. recent chat and you Listen. were the last one I was texting with. Don't, it's 2023, friend. There's mm. no need. No need to be embarrassed by that. <laughs> I say to my friend all the time at work, yeah. like, you know, it's the same thing. He's like married. He has one kid. I have one, you know, got my stepdaughter. But we always talk about the same complaints. Like we, we vent, right, about the same shit. Mm-hmm. And he always just goes, you know what, man? He goes, I don't know what we're doing. He's like, you and me with the kids in one house or an apartment, he's like, we'd be crushing it. We'd all have our own game rooms. Right. No one would complain. The kids would be happy as shit. They'd be disciplined because apparently the women in our lives have no control about like in the old days, right? It was the moms that kept shit in line. But it, everybody I talked to now, it's like the father's the only one that keeps the kids in line. In the it's a free for all when the mom's in charge. So it's like we're just yeah. like if it was just, if it was just us two, you know, like my two dads and shit, like that show, like we'd just be crushing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. All and. Mm. Actually, I'll wait till my week, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I had a moment very similar to that where, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. genuinely believe, like, um, it was just real simple, but, like, I, I came upstairs from working. I got out of a meeting, and usually you get, like, a five-minute gap, if you're lucky, to, like, get mm-hmm. more coffee or get a water or something. And I run upstairs, and I'm like, is the kid up? And she goes, oh, it was, like, 11 o'clock. And she was like, oh, yeah, she's up. Uh, but she's on winter break right now. And uh, I was like, has she had breakfast? And she goes, she said she didn't want to eat. And I said, oh, well, then I guess that's what happens. I said, no, hold on. I just go into the back and I don't even know if my wife knew what I said. And then a very mm-hmm. like frowny face daughter comes and flunks down in front of the table. And I come out and I was like, no, 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 no. Get your ass in that kitchen and figure out what you're going to eat and make it nutritionist. And I said, right. you got three minutes before I go downstairs and I want you to present your plate and show me what it is. And then of course... And I, I think I paid for that later, but like I looked at my wife and I was like, that's how you feed them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh boy. So what was I saying before you you were talking about your affection uh, tool for me? <laughs> ball dropping and before oh, our safety, right. right? It used to just be yeah, it would chaos. Be, it was. You'd you'd look at that sea of humanity. And it would be like five degrees out. And you'd be like, I, that's the last place I would want to be, like stuck in that crowd. Oh, 
know what I mean? Like, so yes. you, yeah, no. So I'm like, like that I never told you about that me. TSO thing. Like, actually, recently I went to Journey with my father-in-law, you know, and he wanted to stay till the end and he wanted to mm-hmm. park in a garage. That's convenient when you're going, mm-hmm. but for contrast, it took us an hour, literally an hour to get out of the venue and to the garage. And then it took us two more to get out of the garage. Journey ended at like 10 o'clock and we got home at like one in the morning. Whereas we left 15 minutes, if that early from TSO, I looked it up. Like it was one Mm -hmm. of the last songs we left on and we were home in 40 minutes. Like driving all the way home, which 28 minutes of that was driving. Like, but we didn't wait. We didn't wait in any lines to leave. And we just walked two blocks instead of into a garage that was two blocks away anyway. So, yeah. And I can, if you're, if you're drinking in Times Square, well, even if you're not drinking, if you're celebrating New Year's in Times Square, you better be drinking because you're not moving for like three hours after that's over. I assure you, like... And God that's knows what it's like trying to get back. That's why I wouldn't drink. We have to go to the bathroom. And you're stuck in there. You just pee. Stuck in that crowd. Oh, you God just damn. find an alley and go. No. I'm sure there's porta potties. I'm sure they're in the best <laughs> condition out We have there. lots of friends that are always like, oh, we're going into Boston for, because, you know, we have like New Year's Eve in Boston too. Like there's places, you know? Sure. On the common and stuff. And then New Year's, oh, we're driving to New York. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> Like even Kansas City New Year's, which is probably a joke compared to even Boston. Um, nah. Chicago, what I liked about Chicago was they split it out, right? Like mm-hmm. Chicago's kind of well known as being like a mind yourself, you know, city. Like you're always right. around people and people aren't like rude to you unless you give them a reason to be. Mm-hmm. But everyone just kind of understands, like you wouldn't be sitting at a bus stop and suddenly join into someone else's conversations. This isn't fucking California. Like, mm. and in New York, if you join into the conversations, you'd get cut off immediately and be like, hey, buddy, fuck off. Like, it's not that mm-hmm. rude, right? But it's just kind of understood that if you're walking on the streets in a restaurant at New Year's and whatever, you're just kind of keeping yourself unless you are in that group. So if you went to like, or not necessarily like that group, but it can be wide. So for example, if you're on the streets, no one's going to talk to you. Or if they do, they're going to probably think weird of you. But then if you duck into a bar, let's say you go into, I'll just pick one like O'Malley's, right? O'Malley's pub. I'm sure there's one in Chicago. If you duck into that place and it's for new years and you pay the cover or whatever. Okay. Now you're allowed to officially celebrate with anyone in O'Malley's, right? But the moment you leave, mm-hmm. you got to get to your new club or your new home before you start socializing with people. So, yeah, like mm. Chicago, it was never that bad. There were a lot of drunk idiots on the – not even on the road. They were just wandering around the streets trying to find public transport home. But at least it was isolated. Like it was not – to my knowledge, and I'm probably completely wrong about this, but there was no like isolated spot where you would go and just kind of hang out. It makes mm-hmm. me wonder though, right? Like if you've ever been to, if you want to write into us, if you've ever been to Times Square, New Year's Eve, tell us what that was like. Mm-hmm. And if I'm completely wrong about Chicago New Year's, tell me what that was like too. I remember just 
going within two blocks of my apartment and either drinking at a local bar or oftentimes we would just head to the suburbs. We would just take the train, the metro train out to our friends in the suburbs and stay at their houses because they were homeowners, right? So they always had like places for us to crash. Right, right. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I didn't do any of that. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. (laughs) So, (laughs) no, we just went to... um, we went to a friend's, went to a friend's family's house, and uh, it was pretty packed with people, but it was, like, also kid-friendly. Like, there was a whole bunch of kids. I like that, So, too. So, my son was there, and he had, you have to even keep an eye on him, he had, like, a group of boys and girls to play with, and they were pretty busy. And they actually made it longer than adults. They actually made it past midnight. That doesn't They were still running around. Yeah. Yeah, they were still running around, like, all hyped up. And uh, it was like one couple falling asleep in each other. I'm like, really? It's like three minute countdown, and they're like falling asleep. I'm like, you made it this far, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, but it, it was standard fare. I didn't get too lit. I think I had like, I had leftover like the Jackos, like Sam cans of Sam Jacko, Samuel Adams Jacko. So I brought those oh, okay. about like three nice. cans, yeah, and I, I had it. like that one can of like heavy stout. I think the dad shoes. So between those three beers and that one heavy stout, I was fine. I was f- I was just fine. Although I did say before the show, I, I left my Yeti can cooler over there, I believe, and they're not getting back to me, which leads me to believe they're using it, and I'll never get it back. So, you know, <laughs> so when you message guess. somebody and you're like, hey, I can't find my hat. Uh, I think I left it over there. And they're like, mm, we'll keep an eye out for it. That means one of them is wearing it to work yeah. that day. Until you said that, I didn't think about that. But I think it's because I'm never the one who somebody left it at my house. I'm right. always the one where someone in my family left shit at their house. Mm-hmm. So now that you say that, I bet people are just... I was like, why can no one ever find our stuff? It just means we bring mm-hmm. nice shit to other people's houses. You bring nice stuff. Fuck. Yeah. Like those... That can Yeti thing, yeah, those are expensive. Yeah, it is not like they have germs on them or they're like somebody's toothbrush. Uh, those are, anybody can use us. No, you, you can keep throw using those us. even if you're worried, even if you're super paranoid. You just throw it through the dishwasher; it's fine. Yeah, motherfucker. So they haven't <laughs> got back to me, but <laughs> I want that can cooler back. Um, but that was pretty much New Year's. We we checked out. Like it was funny because like we're all at an age. Like everybody was like between like your age and my age, you know, as far as adults. So the minute like the ball was done, it was like coats on. You know what I mean? It's like we made it. <laughs> like, woo, achievement unlocked. We're fucking <laughs> we made it past fucking midnight. And let's go. And so yeah, and everybody's just throwing their coats on. And the place like emptied out in like, you know, 10 minutes. And I was like, we were the last ones to go because we know them. So we were like shooting shit. And then yeah, we went home and and then um, I'm like pretty lit and I went I was all done and uh, my daughter stayed over her friends. She's old enough, you know. She's you know they're not up there or anything bad, but she's staying with a group of friends for the night. And I said, "Is uh, Coda coming home?" And she was like, "Yeah, uh, I, I want her to be home by ten because um, I want to get going soon after that," which said to me. Uh, we have plans and I don't remember them. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I quickly had to go, um, 
wait, what's this? What are we doing again? And she's like, I told you, we got tickets for Disney on Ice in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. She goes, remember I told you I was getting those tickets? And I said, well, you said you were going to look into them uh, and see how the weather is. And to me, that's not a confirmation. That's just, that means I'm going to look into them and get back to you. Um, So, yeah. So, the next day, which... You know, we, we didn't end up going to New Hampshire. If you remember last time I was saying we were headed to New Hampshire um, for New Year's. Um, but it was going to be like almost 60 out all weekend here. And like it was going to be like shitty weather up there. No snow, just cold and like windy. No one could go. So it was going to be ended up just us and then like my daughter and her two friends sitting around on their phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at some point I'm like, to my wife, like you got to read the room here, like all signs put, like we're putting in double the effort to get there for no return. Perhaps so, yeah. so she's like, okay, you know what? We'll go. We'll pick a day in January, and we'll go up there for a weekend. But we'll stay here and get stuff done. And I said, sweet, because uh, Sunday is going to be beautiful out, and I can get the lights down and all this shit. And then, but next I know we had tickets to Disney on Ice, and uh, that was my day. So we went. We went to see. Disney on Ice, Fred, which I have not been to since I was like like nine years old. <laughs> okay. Well, I went when my daughter was like eight years old. So I've been there in yeah. the last like three, four years. Well, one, that tells you Disney on Ice has been going on for f- 40 years yes, plus. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Which, I, you know, I just kind of thought of that now and that's fucking nuts. But well, it really spiked back because of Frozen, right? Because now you've got the perfect combination. So Frozen's huge, plus it's on ice, right? Literally on ice. <laughs> like the show is on ice, you know? It's on ice. Disney on ice. No, um, I mean that Frozen takes place. Anyway. No, no, we get, we get the parallels. And um, <laughs> all right, I'm glad we're all with me here. Where's my, where's my emojis? I'm going to text some hots back to you. Um, and um so yeah when i went when i was nine so local like like supermarkets grocery stores where i live like um there's big chains like stop and shop and shaw's i I know those are like east coast i don't know if they've spread i'm familiar with east coast brands um and so they used to have um contests when i was a kid where the bags the paper bags would have like like a coloring book on it, you know, it would have like an image on it mm-hmm. and yeah. they'd do like Disney on ice, like picture and you would color it and then put your name and address on it and bring it back. And then like, and I won, I won tickets oh, that's awesome. when I was nine. And, uh, <clears throat> and I remember being fucking at nine, um, being real heartbroken because my go-to was Herbie the love bug. That's I love dope. that fucking car. Yeah. You know, it made me love punch buggies and shit. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that an East Coast thing? Punch buggies? Volkswagen. I have no meals. idea what a punch buggy is. So that's what yes. we call them. So we call them over here. Punch buggies. <laughs> no. Is that an East Coast thing too? I don't, Help me out people on the East Coast. Either is very possible. <laughs> so you'd play a game as a kid, right? Called punch oh, buggies. Okay. Actually. 
And when you'd see one, you'd go punch buggy and you slug your buddy or your brother in the ass. Yeah. What would we as call high it? as you can? We would call it like love bug punch or something. It was similar. Oh. It was similar. So we called them punch buggies. It's very direct in them on the nose, yeah. right? You see a, a <laughs> buggy and you punch that. someone. You know? Uh-huh. Um, and I loved I loved Herbie. I thought he was great, you know, and um he was going to be there. Like he was on the fucking artwork and the bag and the fucking program. I was like, fucking Herbie's going to be there. You know what I mean? And it's like nowadays when a kid sees like the Ghostbusters fucking ambulance or the, you know what I mean? You do oh, Lorian. Yeah. Like you, like that's what it was going to be like. I was like, I'm going to see fucking Herbie like in the flesh. And when you're that old, when you're like Young, eight or nine, yeah. You, you, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, you you kind of know he's not alive, but at the same time, He's his own thing, and you sort of think, well, at least he's going to be like, I don't know, maybe he's mo control. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think, well, maybe he's really did some dizzy magic. And I remember he came out on the ice. I was like, fucking Herbie Lugbug. But then he fucking had googly eyes. Like his headlights were googly eyes. And then the hood, or or in that case, a trunk, right? The front. Sure, yeah. It like opened way up, it had a giant tongue in there. That would wiggle at people like wah, 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 and make oh like my and God, I was so fucking like, crestfallen. Yeah, they made like, him like goofy. Because not, I not knew literal goofy, but you know, because at that age I knew he was a real car. Like yeah. he was a real Volkswagen. Yeah. He wasn't like a cartoon. So I'm like, just if they drove the car around the stadium, like push it around the ice, I would have been fucking thrilled. All you do is they should have done as we both because he has yeah. he has that signature honk you know what I mean and then mm-hmm. he he sort of whines with it nope he was doing something where he was like, like bumping people in the butt and then his trunk would open up and he'd stick the tongue and go rawr, 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 and his googly eyes would go and I was so fucking it was like for, it was the first real disappointment in my life oh I'll be honest with you um so. <laughs> <laughs> no so, that would really anyway. suck like all all laughing aside that sucks yeah. It wasn't even close. Like I'm like, you just just let me see the real car, man. Uh, I don't want to pitch you with that fucking thing. What is that abomination? Get out of here! Just Fuck the googly you know? eyes and the tongue. It just breaks your heart. It was bad. I wish I could find a picture of it, but mm-hmm. I haven't looked. Um. So, anyways, we went. So this was my first experience with a modern Disney on ice, and uh, it was all right. Did, you know, my, my daughter was was cold on it because she's 15. So it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, she got Not more cage group. <laughs> no. Uh, my son was excited. Um, and then it was cute seeing all the kids, mostly little girls, like, dressed as the princesses everywhere. Like, that's always a cute thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because they're so excited. You know, you're like, oh, my God. They're, like, living a dream. You know, um, me and my daughter shared mutual laughs because where we were sitting, uh, we could see the the back curtain behind the set okay. just a little bit, but we could see who was coming out and getting ready because it skated out behind. There was like this big transforming castle, oh, which was the cool. set, that so it would mine. yeah okay. It would sort of rotate, right? So each mm-hmm. side of it was a different set. One was like Rapunzel's Tower. One was like the frozen sort of like um, chalets there, whatever they are, mm-hmm. the fucking. Whatever. And her, one her, was, yeah. One side was like the Beast the Castle and Library. Yeah, thing. Yeah. So whenever like um, they were doing something, you know, it would like open up and it would like 
you know, rotate to the side. You know, the, you know how they do that. The, yeah. that shit. They move the sets around re- really quick. But where we were sitting, we could see behind that a little bit, and um, so we could just see who was coming out next. So whenever we saw something goofy, she would like shoot me a look. You know, like we saw like uh, they did Tangled, mm-hmm. right? So they basically do like condensed versions of the movies. Yeah, and they do Tangled, and in the back behind there, we could see like two people in the Maximus horse costume like shuffle out in the dark, Love like it. getting ready to come out. And we just, she'd shoot me a look and would sort of laugh. You know what I mean? And she's a little bit like me where it's like, if so, someone would almost fall, she'd get excited. You know? <laughs> I mean, just what's not to be interested in? Like, really? Like, he, Here's what I say about Disney on ice, right? They did several numbers. Um <clears throat> Their level of, I don't know what you would call it, Disney theatrics, right? Their level of like a show is consistent. Whether you, you know, go to one of those shows at any of their parks where it's like every half an hour on the nose. Uh huh. Yeah. Or like there's like a level of like, 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 um, spectacular like fucking over the top mixed in with real cheap with like hokey <laughs> effects. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. they go all out for some things, but then like, like, like example would be like beast, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they go through the whole thing and Gaston climbs up on the set. Cause he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the cartoon lightning strikes the, the peak, the gargoyle and he falls off. And yeah. in this one, it's like, they have a little like sparkly rope that shoots like a spark down <laughs> and like a little firework goes off, but it's like this, it's this real cheap little, it's almost like someone did a party popper, like at, at the fucking <laughs> yeah, I know exactly bonfire, yeah. but yet it makes a, a loud crack. Yeah. So it's like the sound overpowers like the cheap little chintzy like right. sparkles. And it's, it, so that comes off as like cheap, but yet the theatrics is very like Disney Cruise. Like, I can't explain it, but I think you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know, you know exactly like, what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the Elsa part, she's singing Let It Go. Of course, that's of course. like yeah. the deal. And she's like doing the thing where she's shooting out the frost, but it's making the the frost tracks, you know, with lights on the, across the ice, you know. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like as she like throws her hand this way, like like icicles go out, but they're like projected onto the ice, you know. Right. And they right. they shoot out, and uh, you know. But then there's a part where she like throws her arms up or something, and again it's like sparkles come down, <laughs> but it's like loud cracks, pop, 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 it's, like it's, cap guns, yeah, it's, you know. And it's just it's. It's the like a bark magician. is worse than the bite, and she's yeah, it's like, like throwing a ma- glitter. <laughs> yes, and it's like a magician that's going all out, but it's just little like snaps, you know. Yeah, I don't, I can't explain it, you know. But it, it was that level that gives you that Disney feel because it feels like you're seeing a show, like a Disney show. There's nothing like it, right? It's like you're at the park or something, and because you got the two hosts. Right, mm-hmm. that are real like Duracell battery looking motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're like at the. 
they got like the perfect hair. They dress like they're in a sock hop still, even though it's 2023. <laughs> no one knows what the fuck that is. Yeah. And they're like, hey, everybody. I think I hear Goofy coming. Like this is oh, so like, man, it, it's so somehow like, I forgot Disney. about parts of this. Okay. It's so Disney, you know yeah. what I mean? But oh, it's yeah. like, I'm digging the kids are loving it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we couldn't help but feel like Frozen Fred. Mm-hmm. Went on second, second to last, and I can't help but feel like five years ago that was the sh- the showstopper. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Because of Let I'd It Go, it and that girl. Is. There must be like what was the last? You were, are you willing to spoil it? Moana, Moana was Weird. the big showstopper. Weird. Would you agree <laughs> that it was a showstopper? Um, I'm gonna say yes because it's more it's more modern right okay and besides from let it go which obviously that's what all the little girls are there for mm-hmm. but when moana's all of moana songs all the kids sang all the songs do you know what i'm saying no, whereas frozen yeah. they were on board for frozen but that's it the other ones are just like whatever <laughs> you know who cares snowman in the summer Even frozen's getting snow. a little long in the tooth these days it's it's what 2016 or something. i mean it's yeah. older than probably older than you think actually no, no frozen 2 is already out so i bet frozen's older than that frozen 2's been out for a while so frozen 2 is 2019 so yeah i bet you're yeah. right and um yeah so one is like 2013 so yeah like there are some kids i mean it's been 10 years like that's mm-hmm. that's a Right. Yeah. Most kids who were at that show probably weren't alive when Frozen came out. No. I'm not saying they didn't see it. No. But yeah, they yeah. knew. They did a lot of Elsas. A lot of Elsas. What was funny about her? You could tell she was the diva of the group of the skaters. Oh yeah. Like she had the big number. Like Let It Go was a big oh, number. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, snowing course. from of the course. fucking ceiling, and they wheel out the glass fucking the, the ice staircase. And it raises up like it cranks up. And again, it's like real big, you know. And she does this thing where she stands on the thing. And you know when she sheds her regular clothes and gets all fucking Mariah Carey? Mm-hmm. You know, remember fucking in the movie? She like gets all deverish and fucking starts shaking her ass when she walks. Like she yeah. goes from this wholesome princess and all of a sudden she's sashaying and fucking, fucking stripper heels, you know. And you're like, what is going on here? Stripper heels. And, um, so you love to see it. So in this, they did this whole thing where she's in the, her regular like blue, like whatever, like royal fucking clothes, and she stands up on a thing, and when she hits that like note, you know, of, like letting it go, mm-hmm. fucking like she gets like, <laughs> she, you know, like fog comes up around it, and she like throws those clothes off, and she has the gown like underneath. And everybody gasps in the audience like, oh, <laughs> it's so fucking funny, man. And uh, like I said, it's this Disney theatrics where it's like cool, but like not hidden at all. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, and she's skating around and she's throwing her hands around. And she, you could tell she was, she was eyeing those Moana people. You know, she's like, they stole her fucking spotlight. Cause then Moana came out and they got the big, the big pop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, so the gram, they have the grandmother, right? Everybody's seen Moana. You know what I'm talking about? 
Oh, yeah. uh, so they have the grandmother, but they don't have like a skater that's dressed like old, right? With like gray hair. They actually have them. It's like a mascot suit, right? Really? So, yeah. Interesting. Because it has like the, she has a like stingray tattoo on her back and stuff, but she has <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, I'm so, visualizing this. That's why I like it. And so it, it picture like what someone with sort of for a mascot suit. But right. not yeah. like just cosplaying. So she had this big fake face, like a mask. Right. To be like the it's grandmother. The, like you said, it's the big foams. Well, not, not foam, that but big. Like, definitely not that big. It was definitely just a mask. So it's you know not what I'm saying? They were definitely in a suit. Still... They were in a suit. They weren't like just dressed up, like in clothes. They, they were in a suit and it had a fake face, grandmother face. It was the creepiest thing. I've ever seen and she was standing right in front of the kids doing like a hula dance during the whole number. I'm like, that's fucking horrifying. That face <laughs> looks like a goddamn burn victim. Like it was like smooth and glossy. Goddamn. It had this weird. It was rough, man. Wait, hold on here. Wait, I'm, someone I'm had to get a picture. a picture. I'm going to get a picture, right? Someone had to have taken a picture of this Disney on ice. Let's see. Moana. Grandmother. Grandma, let's see. I love how we can let's hear see. Him please. Please. Oh my god, it's here. It's here, <laughs> We're about to get a hyperlink. Just in case people it's don't here. know how this process works. Oh my god, here it is. Oh my god. It's fucking horrified, okay, right? Here we go. Wait. Copy image. Okay, here we go, Fred. Send this in our chat here. Paste. Send. A picture of this in front of the kids fucking dancing. Oh, I see what you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like, yeah, she looks like a Pirates of the Caribbean, like, mecha, mechanic. Yeah. Dead eyes. In Ma in in Maui? He was, I'm gonna he get was Maui even, too, aren't I? yeah, you get a Maui because he was even rougher. She's even rock. Well, you man. can't get the like, rock are, all the time. But I'm like, what are they doing? This is what I'm talking about. They're very inconsistent, Disney. What's this one? Wait. You don't like this one. Fucking. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't you know what I'm love saying? that. Like, because they tried to do like a. Yeah. So I see what they're doing. I think the biggest problem I have is no one's built like The Rock, but Maui kind of is. So the Maui they got here, it almost looks like a fat suit on a really skinny person. Yeah, I get it. Cause He's it's not like, built. I, Maui's not built. Maui's got the body of, again, Maui's got the body of like a 25-year-old dancer with a fat suit on. Yeah. Moana, on the other hand, she's looking pretty thick, like in a good way. Yeah, right? well, what was funny was all the Moana dancers were white people dressed up as Polynesian people, yeah. right? They weren't in suits. They just had the hair, ponytails, and, mm -hmm. and like the necklaces and the skirt. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, like in today's day and age, that seems like that seems like dicey. Frowned upon? Yeah. Especially yeah. with Disney who like – that's like, what I mean. Like right I, now, I, they they act they act extremely inclusive. Um, I say act. I know people are like, "What do you mean they act?" Mm -hmm. And it's because I feel like 
corporations are going to do whatever they think is going to make them the most money. I don't think mm-hmm. Disney ha- can afford to have politics, but they're very like Disney's very good at not only like saying but like protecting things like gay and trans rights and stuff like that, which is why I find this to be an interesting choice, right? But maybe Disney just licenses this out and it's a different entertainment company, who knows, but like his uh and even I feel Moana, like I'm already overthinking it, but yeah. You are overthinking it, but I don't even think like Moana wasn't even like um I don't think Polynesian. No, she Maybe there's not a lot of Polynesian ice skaters, so let's be honest. Yeah, but at least it's far not the number one Philippines shit. Like it's probably it's far not the number one sport over there. No, right? (laughs) Ice skating? No, probably not big. Right. (laughs) Probably not big. There's probably a shortage of really (laughs) high level Polynesian ice skaters. Yeah. There's probably like three. Oh, I don't I don't even know if there's three. So there's like the skaters in the background and shit. Yeah, I see you. You know. Um is real white. I'm not going to lie. Yes. She's real white. She's super white. Um, no, those guys in the background are super white, too. Do you see that guy who's yeah. got, like, the perfect breasts and the six-pack abs who's standing yeah, yeah. up? But he yeah. is white. And, you know, they're doing those Polynesian There's one black numbers. dude, though, which I don't think that's what you would expect in Polynesian islands either. No. But still. So and they're doing the Polynesian closer. songs and stuff. You know, they're doing those, those songs, and I'm just thinking to myself, I don't care. You know what I mean? You know right. me. I yeah, don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. But um, but you can't help the ghost. Someone's get someone's writing a letter right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way. You know what I mean? There's no way someone um, And you know, I'm not it, gonna sit here and like I don't have a I don't have a say in it, right? I don't even think mm-hmm. I'm equipped to have a say in it. Well, the the number, the good number. So their big number. Like they did all the numbers. Like, are you kidding me? When they did your you uh you're welcome. Place went mm-hmm. nuts. Kids went nuts. I um, go nuts when your welcome comes on. Oh, it's great. Uh, did her they do, song. Um, oh, what is it? Shiny. Tell me they did shiny. Yes. Okay. That was a show. St- that was the new Frozen. That was the new Let oh. It Go. Like she has her song that's real catchy, right? Um, they sang all the catchy. Oh, every song in Moana is awesome. Every, every song in Moana, Moana is, is like awesome. fucking a hit. So, um, I remember when the kid it came out, we got the soundtrack on Spotify or something that we'd listen to in the car for the kids. And I remember leaving it on when they weren't in there. Oh yeah. It was fucking, I loved it. Um, yeah. So shiny came out. Let's find, uh, so they had Tamatoa come out, right? Nice. Um, was and he big and rubbery too, or was he at least like, he a was mechanical. Okay. Um, I remember. how do you even spell it? I forget how to spell Tamatoa. Um, yeah. So he, it was like, a person underneath it skating mm-hmm. and holding up the arms like like a stick. You know what I mean? With sticks. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it was like an apparatus, uh, basically. Yeah. So like they couldn't like tip over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's pretty likely, actually. Yeah. It, like the the arms, all the legs kept the person up. There we go. We'll send you. <laughs> this is this is not an embarrassing picture, Fred. All right. This is what I'm talking about. Both Disney on Ice. Some shit. It's done really well. <laughs> yeah. And then some shit, you're like, what are they doing? Let's see. Paste. Tamatoa. Sorry, people, for listening, but this is important. No, this is good radio. You know, Fred needs v- visuals. Oh, my God. Um, I love what they did with Tamatoa, actually. <laughs> right. It's great. 
Um, and, it, and you can't see, but it had the shiny, you know, the little back with the, the, the hook stuck to it. Even though the hook was like almost the same size yeah, as the back of the yeah, crab. Sure. So they did the song, right? And when he hits the shiny spot, part, mm-hmm. the disco ball up above shines those lights like oh, yeah. all over the whole stadium, just like the movie. And it was pretty, it was pretty sweet. I was like, everybody went, oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, so yeah, I was on board with that. And then, you know, they, it, was, it was nice, you know, and then when she pots the water, it looks like the water on the ice, like projected is parting and all this good stuff. Um, Trees, I'm going to tell you, it sounds like you had a good time at this thing. Oh, I had a good time. Yeah. I like a little Disney magic once in a while. I'm not against negative, it. but it, it skipped to positive no, real fast no did it sound negative i think it was well it sounded like listen, it started negative i guess is what i would say it might have started a little negative but the more i think about it it was all right my son had a great time you know mm-hmm. um and that was that and then the next day after that for after that big extravaganza i i took all the christmas stuff is away lights are down trees down mm-hmm. ornaments everything's back up in the attic the garage got put in order for the most part and uh, here I am talking to you. Wow, that wrapped up fast. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Nice. I don't want to talk too long about, you know, you can't talk that long about Disney on Ice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you gotta wrap yeah. It up at yeah. Some point. No, no. We are definitely not known for rambling forever about bullshit, <laughs> especially activities. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> well, what did I do this weekend? So, obviously, we had New Year's. Um, my wife had to work. My wife had to work. So, what I did was um, my daughter got invited to a sleepover for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Some crazy but wonderful human being in our lives had um, five girls over for a sleepover of different age groups, too. It was three of one age group. Like my daughter's like 10 to 12 and then mm-hmm. two of like uh, seven to nine. But she made a good point. She goes, I have a daughter in each of those age groups. So why don't I just bring their friends over and let them entertain? Because at like 10 p.m. they were like, all right, kids, have fun and <laughs> went, went to their bedroom, right? Like, mm. um, so with my daughter gone, she's allergic to shellfish. Oh. So I made my wife um, a fun New Year's dinner because she had to work. So my wife got home from work at about eight o'clock at night. And you know what she had waiting for her trees? She what? had a pound of <laughs> um, snow crab legs, fresh oh. steamed at home. Wow. And she had a four ounce rock. Uh, I don't know if it was rock lobster, but she had a four ounce lobster tail. Broiled and uh, wow. I butterflied and broiled it. Also, like I bought all this stuff raw mm-hmm. and frozen and I took care of it. And then I made uh, asparagus and what else did I made? Oh, I did a, we don't do like carbs if we can avoid it. So I did a zucchini based um, Alfredo rotini as like a little side, not a ton of that stuff. So, and then I did uh, legit garlic butter. I just diced up a bunch of garlic, put it on top of real butter and melted it. <laughs> nice. So yeah. So yeah, we had that. Got a little Chardonnay. We didn't have too much Chardonnay. I was trying to pace myself for the night. Didn't know if I was going to be drinking or not. Turns out I was going to be drinking, but um, yeah. So we did that. Um, then 
New Year's Eve, I talked to you briefly, right? I wished you a happy That's New right. Year's. Yep. And then right after that, my dad called. My dad is almost 70, so I did not. And his girlfriend is older than him. Um, I'll say this as politely as I can, but yeah, she she's, uh, <laughs> I believe she's in her 80s. So she is, um, she is, I did not expect them to be up at midnight. They live in Florida though, so they're East, East Coast. Of course, they live yep. in Florida, right? It's re- retirees, right? Of course. <laughs> it's as stereotypical as it comes. Um, but uh, but yeah, and uh, he called me right after I texted you and wished me Happy New Year's. I had it on pretty good authority. He was drunk, mm-hmm. but not like schnockered, right? Like he was just okay. doing good. He was just doing good. Yeah. Sounded like they had made a way to pass the time and alcohol was involved. Um so good for him. I don't think he's been up for New Year's in a long time to see the ball drop. Um, and so we got to uh, we got to uh, wish each other. Our, uh, you know what? Actually, I texted you afterwards. We watched the ball drop together. We did the five minute countdown. These days, I used to do it at like thirty after, right? And I'll do all that stuff. Nah, nah. He watched the ball drop. Got off the phone with me after like two minutes, and then I just watched. <laughs> whatever was on there. And I don't even think I knew the musical talent that was playing. Like I knew of them, but I forgot who even played, but I I don't think I cared. You know, uh, it was really fun. Like this probably dates me. The one I remember was no doubt doing end of the world. Right. And like, how long ago was that? Yeah. So anyway, um, but, uh, but yeah. And, um, during that time from my wife goes to bed cause she had to work new year's day as well. So my wife, picked up the two shifts in between there. But the way things kind of work with her work and what she does most of the time now is if she doesn't select when she wants to be scheduled, because she works really part-time if she can. So my wife only works two 12s a week. And if she doesn't pick when she works, she usually gets paid more than she used to when she worked full-time three 12s a week. So she doesn't really have an ideal schedule, but she also doesn't work much, you know? And... Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'd probably take that trade off as a person who works five eights. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so she went to bed at probably like nine 30 and, um, I had to kill time and my daughter was gone. What'd I do? I drank <laughs> not heavily, yeah. but I forgot what I Hold drank. On. I drank something. Oh, you know what I did? I just drank wine. I got a Chardonnay for my wife, which was just in case she wanted some because she likes white wine. But we had red wine left over from Christmas. You know what I did? I killed the box wine trees. I had two or three glasses of the box wine. Oh, God. I might have drank alone. Whatever it was. It was two or three glasses. But it it wasn't like cheap box wine. It was like we get, um, I think it was a Boda box that we had left over Mm -hmm. from Christmas. Christmas. We just had it around the house so that when people would come by for our Christmas festivities over like the last week or two before Christmas, like, you know, the, the 10 days leading up to Christmas, it was like whenever anyone was over, we could just be like, you want a glass of wine and just like dispense it for them. You know what I mean? Um, I got like one or two glasses from there and then I might've had a beer, I think, but that wasn't what did me in. And I didn't, this isn't a hangover story, but my bad mistake was I talked to my dad and I talked to you and I was like, well, when New Year's hits, I should drink champagne. And we had champagne in the house. I didn't go buy any. 
Okay. Because if you remember, for Christmas, we did mosas. Mm-hmm. But only my uh, my in-laws had them, and Julie and I didn't. We were doing nog and whiskey. Um, like and they didn't drink much champagne because it was like, you know, older folk mimosas. So they had, they each had two mimosas. We made four mimosas and they probably went through a third of the bottle, if that, right? Like not a lot of champagne. Hmm. So I got in there and I was like, oh, okay, let's see how good it is. People are like, well, with the type of top it had, cause it had like a resealable cork. Mm-hmm. They were like, you should drink it within seven <laughs> days. Well, it was exactly seven days. So I was like, I got to drink this champagne. Uh huh. So I poured me a glass, and that was the the picture I tweeted out. I think I tweeted out a picture of that glass for for New Year's. Okay. And I didn't start drinking till midnight, um, midnight my time. So I rang in the New Year's. There was nothing to count down. I went even to the local stations, and we have the downtown Kansas City. We have this area called the Plaza, and if they were going to do a a countdown to New Year's, that would be where it would be. But that's where like the old folks would go. Trees. If you were going to party. You'd be drinking at Power and Light. So Power and Light, believe it or not, our Power and Light district is a bar district. So the people at Power and Light were probably drinking and doing mm-hmm. a countdown. And there is actually a stage. So there's probably a band, like a known band, but like not a fancy band that was playing for free. Because it's all like, it's kind of like a, I think of it as like the Gladiator Dome, but it's all bars. You know, think of it mm-hmm. as like almost an outdoor mall, but all different bars. And what they did was they put a stage in the middle. And it's all kind of enclosed. So the, the roof is exposed. But if you have heating lamps and stuff, and especially that many drunk people in a packed outdoor area, you know, probably just go coming and going from the bars, a band could easily perform and not be cold. You know what I mean? Right. But that wouldn't be broadcast. So in short, I couldn't find a countdown. So I just counted down myself to the official Kansas City time based off of the <laughs> atomic clock. <laughs> I tweeted out Happy New Year, right? I did text a couple of my friends in the Central Time Zone. So thank you, Matt, and a couple others. I've talked about him a couple of times on the show um, for being there for me. (laughs) I texted my daughter, and I know that she was one awake and two couldn't give two fucks and shit that I texted her. She did not respond to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I knew she was in a safe place, so I wasn't worried. Um, Right. And... um, and so what happened, Trees, was I'm half a flute down, like a, the, the, the wine flute or whatever. We have champagne flutes. They, they were literal champagne flutes because I think we hosted a New Year party one year. And so we have like a dozen of these random flutes. So I ran downstairs, grabbed one and washed it. Um, so I got halfway through that flute and it's like 12.05, right? And I've got nothing to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll talk about it later, but I had just finished right before midnight or maybe it was right after. No, I think it was right before midnight. I finished High on Life. So I didn't want to start okay. a new video game while pretty heavily buzzed and just starting into champagne mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. So what's a guy to do? In High on Life, there's a movie. Uh, there's a couple of Vinegar oh, Syndrome right. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar with Vinegar Syndrome, but they do. They basically just do cult movies. Really, B-film cult stuff. They're the ones who did my Cloak and Dagger 4K as well. And so th- when they're in print, you can find them all over the place. They're easy to find on their website. Amazon sells them. Target sells them. Uh, I think even Best Buy sells them. You're not going to find them in stores, but like you can order on those websites and they'll just send it to you. You know what I mean? Right. But then once they're out of print, they're really high priced. So I only own 
a handful of Vinegar Syndrome 4K Blu-rays, but one of those is Tammy and the T-Rex, <laughs> which Tammy does make an appearance on, um, <clears throat> much like in The Darkness. Do you remember that 360 game? You could watch, I like, do, yeah. You could watch yep. a handful of movies if you just sat there and watched on the TV. Like, it was this small resolution, but you could watch mm-hmm. it. Same thing in High on Life. Uh, you started High on Life. You know the the bunk alien on the couch? He's always watching TV. Okay. And did you even get that far? No. Okay. <laughs> no. So one of the first things you do when when the shit goes down in the intro is you end up on this planet and this alien. And I, I think it's possible you can choose to not have him live in your house. He asks you if he can live in your house. And he's... But I think he has to because he... He drives the plot, so he must end up in your house. But anyway, he's on your couch, and he'll watch random Vinegar Syndrome movies. And one of those is Tammy and the T-Rex, the first one, in fact. And yeah, you can watch it, but I wasn't going to do it because I own the movie. Mm. Um, For the record, this movie is also available on Tubi, T-U-B-I, I I found Mm -hmm. out. And um, a buddy of mine watched it and said it was ad-free. He said, I don't know if there's supposed to be ads, but there's no ads. And it's the good (laughs) cut. So, Tammy and the T-Rex, do you remember this movie when it came out in the 80s? It came out in... No. It doesn't matter when it came out, but it was probably like 86, 88. I don't know. Does not sound familiar. Okay. And it was PG-13, and it starred Denise Richards and Paul Walker when they were really young. And Terry... I forgot his name, but he's Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Okay. And the plot's real simple. High school girlfriend or high school cheerleader <clears throat> has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend, um, how do we put this? The boyfriend's in a terrible accident, without giving away the movie, and um, the bad guy goes and robs a morgue of a body, which ends up being the boyfriend, which is Paul Walker, and he wants to move the brain, like reanimator style to a mechanical T-Rex and see if he can bring a person back to life. So Paul Walker is trapped without the ability to speak. So it's not that kind of Mm -hmm. dopiness in literally a park attraction, mechanical T-Rex. Like you would see in like a Jurassic park ride. Oh yes. And Denise Richards figures this out and then hilarity unfolds. Anyway, the movie when it first came out was rated PG 13. Because they probably knew that they needed as much help as they could to sell tickets, right? But that's not the joy of the movie. The PG-13 cut sucks. There's there's a lot of sex jokes, like just casual sex jokes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Sex jokes. And then there's random use of the F word. I don't think those are necessary. There is some sexiness. No nudity. But like... There are lots of women that manage to end up in mm-hmm. what I would call USA Up All Night outfits, like mm-hmm. corsets, lace corsets with like bikini brief bottoms, like not thongs, but like, you know, high cut bikini briefs of the 80s style, you know, right. you'd have to so trim that bikini area and they're just dancing around in these outfits. It's uh, 1994, mm. believe it or not. There you go. Has good... Uh, movie art. Like it, it has really like does. A, yeah, the movie art's great. And that poster like, uh, is in the living room when he's watching the movie. The poster appears in the living room in High on Life, which is funny. Nice. But the whole reason people would want this movie, I've seen the PG thirteen cut because it's available on the on the disc. 
Um, and it's shit. It's it's boring. I watched it once, and I want my. I think the movie's ninety minutes for the the R-rated cut, the gore cut, as they call it. But the PG thirteen version is like five minutes shorter. And it's it's bare, like it's a fine movie, but like it, it, the reason this movie's fun is because it's a campy, kind of like comedy horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. And with all that taken out of it, there's no joy in it. So it's no wonder it flopped in 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 the box office. But Vinegar Syndrome managed to get itself on the German, uh, get its hands on the German gore cut, the original R-rated mm-hmm. cut, and that's what it released. Used, and I'm happy to tell paper. you. That that is also the cut that's in High on Life. That is also mm-hmm. the cut that is on Tubi. So you, there's no because this movie is now out of print. If you want the Vinegar oh. Syndrome release, you're going to be paying fifty to seventy five bucks for it. That's not what it's worth. When I grabbed it, it was on sale for like eighteen bucks. <laughs> so like, here's a here's, here's a picture of him on a payphone. There you go. So there yes, you go. yes. And they use this great rubber hand, as you can kind of see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's. Anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. Trees, I really think you would enjoy this movie. If you're feeling frisky, you don't even have to sign up for an account. You might want to consider launching the Tubi app on your on your smart TV. I can confirm it's on your TV. And huh. watching this movie. It's it's 90 minutes. I don't think you'll feel really upset you you lost. I mean but it's just like <laughs> This is the same year that Jurassic Park came out. <laughs> I mean, this is really no, 94. Was, well, maybe. Uh, 94? Wasn't that Jurassic Park 2? Jurassic Park 1 was 93. So this this is after. So this is a year after. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not going to be fighting for those special effects. No. <laughs> Again, I think the way they got around it was they realized the T-Rex looked like a big mechanical T-Rex. Like this is this is the T-Rex version of Jaws from Jaws 1, right? Like or maybe mm-hmm. even from Jaws 4. I'm going to I'm going to cite for the third time in 3 weeks Jaws the Revenge. Um but yeah, this this looks fake and I think they knew it. That's why they make him an amusement park T-Rex, you know what I mean? But it could be Anyway, it was amusing, and I will tell you, if you're polishing off two-thirds of a glass of champagne between 12 and 1.30 in the morning, it was fun. I forgot how fun it was. Um, I, I tweeted out some photos. There's a dual ball twist moment. The whole scene is removed from the PG-13 cut. But, like, yeah, the guy twists Paul Walker's balls, and Paul Walker twists his balls, and the the picture doesn't do it justice, Trees. They continue twisting oh. each other's balls in a standoff with the whole high school watching for about a minute and a half. Oh, yeah. I see pictures of her. Yeah, it's... Anyway. Um, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. I'm overselling Tammy and the T-Rex, but it was amusing. It was amusing. I'm actually happy that it lives on in, um, you know, in, uh, in on Tubi. Which is probably where it belongs at this point. The fans of Tammy and the T-Rex own it on disc, like I do with oh, Cloak and Dagger as well. Um, and and we're the only ones who care about it. So mm-hmm. let let it be a free app. But again, I was impressed with the 2B thing because my buddy said he didn't even have to sign up for an account or anything. And it was pre-built on his smart TV, but like it was already installed. But like I don't remember. I was trying to check Autumns because I think you have a high sense as well. Um, no, or did you get the, uh, 
No, I have TC, the uh, TLC, TCLs. TCL, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you can definitely download the app. But yeah, he said he just download or he just launched the app. It didn't ask for an mm-hmm. account and it didn't have him sign in or right. anything. And it was just right. there. Yep. And he said it was the uncensored cut. He said, yeah, it was definitely the gore cut. I said, if they said the F word like seven times and if you saw Den- Denise Richards dancing around in sexy underwear... And if you saw the ball twist scene and and a lot of the very violent scenes, then and he goes, yeah, those were all in there. And I was like, okay, then that's the gore cut. That's the one. So, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> all right. Speaking of going on too long, <clears throat> next. Um, Hilarious. The next day I woke up and I wasn't hungover. I was happy about that, but I had stayed up too late, right? I went to bed about two in the morning. And I got up at like nine, right? Like I have that internal clock. Nine is sleeping in. So went and got my daughter at 11. She had stayed up till 830 that morning. The kids hadn't slept at all. And so she was like carrying around a drunk chick, right? Like she would zone out. She wouldn't know where she was for a while, right? And she didn't sleep. I'll give her that. She passed out a little bit and she was kind of like a zombie on the couch for the first few hours of the day. But by like three o'clock, she was back at it, back to gaming, talking, hung out with us and everything. Stayed up until like one in the morning the next day. But then she slept from like one in the morning till like two in the afternoon the next day. She definitely caught up on her sleep. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you're only young once. Let her party. Um But, uh, and then the only other things I wanted to talk about was my wife and I watched, um, a TV show trees and we binge watched it because it's short. Oh yeah. We watched Sonic prime on Netflix. Oh, my wife's idea, by the way. Wow. Yeah. It's eight 25 minute episodes. (laughs) Yeah. And it's good. It's good trees. It's got the vibe mm. of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But the best part is the the premise. The premise is that Sonic fucked up. Oh, no. Which Sonic is apt to do. <laughs> and um, he causes a rift in the time-space continuum. And so he goes into the multiverse trees. Oh, no. Yeah. Him too. And so in each episode, for very, you know, the, the premise is simple. I hope people don't think this is spoiling, but the first two episodes kind of explain what's going on. No, I think it was just the first episode explains what's going on, or doesn't explain what's going on. You just see normal Sonic as you're used to it, right? And he's fighting Eggman. Amy's there. Tails is there. Knuckles is there. Fucking love Knucks. Rouge is there. Shadow makes a little appearance. Um, and Eggman's mm-hmm. there. Big they don't cat. call him Robotnik anymore. Oh, Biggs the Cat is there. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, oh, Biggs does be. make it there. Nobody else is there. Cream the Rabbit okay. and Mighty the Armadillo didn't make I think, it. I think it's all they got. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but then he ends up in an alternative universe. And um, he ends up in New York City. You like that? Huh? huh? <laughs> I like that. It's pretty good. And everyone's got different names. So Knuckles is Nux. <laughs> okay, admittedly that one's not very good. But um Tails is called 
Anyway, he's he's got a name. It, it, it's alternative, right? And he right. figures out he's in a different version of the world. And just as he's starting to figure it out and figure out what to do, he triggers what causes him to go into a new universe in each episode. And so trees, oh. there's lots of fun to be had. The first one's kind of like a cyberpunk future. There's a all in the jungle stuff, right? Like, so all back to nature stuff. We got a pirate one. The all pirates episode's great because Knuckles just looks like Jack Sparrow with his dreads and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's does he good. say, does Sonic say, oh boy. He's Every time he shows up in a new place, like quantum, like quantum. Fucking. Yeah, right. He doesn't. No, he's not like Sam. He doesn't. Oh, oh boy. boy. However, oh. I will say the chili dogs are like a prominent plot point mm. and they have fun with it. I'm also saddened to say, Trees, that Biggs the Cat isn't for sure in every dimension. Okay. Wow. But he's in the pirate one. So it's all you have to worry about. So, okay. but yeah, Sonic Prime was fun. It's fun. It, it ends on a clear cliffhanger. Like they don't remedy shit. And mm-hmm. with eight episodes, I almost think they're doing the Cuphead thing. I don't know if you know this, but like Cuphead's now on season three, but oh, they wow. made all three of those seasons like at once. And then just like released a small trickle of them to see if they were popular. And then they're just kicking them out. This feels very much like that. Okay. The other thing is my wife said, why didn't they just make this a four hour movie? And I said, because kids aren't going to sit still and watch a fucking four hour movie. She goes, but they binge watch eight episodes. And I said, I know this is the weirdness of like 2020 of like our modern future, right? We won't watch a two hour movie in the theaters anymore, but we will watch eight straight hours of a TV show. That's eight, one hour episodes or 16, half an hour episodes, right? Like, it's just how it is. So, but it's a continuous plot line, but it's, it's amusing. I think adults would enjoy it. I should say for the record, my wife and I watched Sonic Prime. My daughter has no interest in, nor did she watch it with us. Mm. So, yeah. There and you go. Last, well. but, uh, <laughs> last but not least, I hope you don't think less of me, but, um, I think I talked about this last week, but if I didn't, did I tell you about my sister turning on Bond right when we were leaving Christmas? Uh, no. Okay. No. So my sister, my youngest sister, she's 30, 31 maybe, she turned on Spectre, which was one of the newer Daniel Craig Bonds, okay? Okay. Never seen it. Me neither. And she was watching it and she goes, I gotta love Bond movies, don't you? And I said, I've never seen one. And... Everyone at Christmas, my wife included, looked at me like I was fucking insane, right? Because I'm a big movie buff. Right. And I was like, no, no, no. I know Bond. Like, I'm sure growing up, my father especially, who's a big Bond fan, especially Mm -hmm. the Connery years, I know he put on stuff, right? I'm sure when I was like six or seven, I was in the living room when he turned on Thunderball or... From Russia with Love or Dr. No, right? Like, I even knew those movies by name. But, like, I assure you, I didn't pay full attention to those movies. And I knew the gist of Bond, which was basically he was a secret agent. And hot girls in small outfits would show up. And then he would take out a bad guy, right? Like, that Mm -hmm. was was Bond. 
but anyway, I, I'd never seen Bond. And my sister was like, James Bond movies are fucking awesome. You owe it to yourself to watch Bond. And I was kind of cursing myself because Amazon had a deal where I could get all 24 out of the 25, you know, canon Bond films, the MGM canon ones. It was all but the newest Daniel Craig one, which is called like Live Another. Anyway, it doesn't matter what it's called. The people who know it know it. The 2021 one with Rami Malek mm-hmm. as the bad guy. Anyway, but the 24 out of the 25 came out on that Bond collection and that collection on Blu-ray, which they might release the 4Ks eventually, but the Blu-rays I'm told are really impressive. And they had the whole collection for like 60 bucks or something, 60, 65 bucks. And I passed it up because like, I just wasn't interested in Bond. Mm-hmm. Well, so after my sister said that, I was really interested in Target had a deal. It's gone since now, but they had a deal where it was 20% off all DVDs and Blu-rays and 4Ks. And I looked and the Bond applied and they had it for like 80, I think. So with 20% off, it was like 16 off and I got it for like 64. And mm-hmm. so I went and and I could I bought it and did store pickup and picked it up at my local Target like right away. So Julie and I started watching Bond movies and I'm going to look forward to them. Um, And uh, so far we've seen Dr. No, which I really enjoyed. And damn, did they clean up a 1962 film? Well, like Mm. those, those Bond things, sometimes they overdo it on the cleanup. Right. And they look smeary and bad. And then I did that thing where like I watched it, I thought something of it. And then I had to like confirm that I was right. I went to blu-ray.com and looked at the review and I was like, okay, I was right. They did restore it very well. But those restorations in that box set are really good. And um, yeah, so my wife and I are not necessarily back to back, but like over the course of, you know, next couple of months, probably we're going to slowly watch all the Bond films. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Macy Family better. I've never really watched them either. Yeah. I I mean, growing up, there was one on cable in the 80s all the time. And I believe Sean Connery was in it. And it was like one of the last ones he did. It was like this Eastern European dude in a castle. And they were playing some weird Missile Command video game where the uh, controllers would get like fucking electrified the more you lost. Huh. I remember that as a kid. And they were like each on the side of a screen. And it was like a screen you could see through. It was clearly like, obviously they would, you know, it was just like a video yeah. on the screen. But it was like, yeah, they were like, of course he loses the first one, but then he's, because he's Bond, mm-hmm. he's like, we have to go again. And then fucking he's mastered it by the second time. <laughs> and he makes so, the other guy tap out. You know what I mean? So I'm going to nerd out a little remember bit. that. Because I looked it up and... People were like, oh, you shouldn't buy that collection. First of all, people freaked out because it goes all the way up to, I think Spectre was the most recent one, but it goes all the way up to four of the five Daniel Craig movies. And then that newest one I had to buy, um, which the Steelbook went on sale at Best Buy for 18 bucks trees and swiped that up. So like, it looks really nice next to my Bond box set. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there were two movies missing because there are 27 Bond films and this box set had 24. Four, but of course it didn't have the newest one because the box set came out before that. But if you, you know, do the math, there's two missing. One that's missing right. is Casino Royale, which came out in 67, not to be mistaken for the Daniel Craig Casino Royale, um, which is, I'm guessing a callback, but there was a Bond 
spoof. It was like Austin Powers before Austin Powers, and it was called Casino okay. Royale. And Sean Connery did not play Bond in that, and it's like a spoof movie. It's like Bond's in retirement and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm told it's kind of crap, and if you look up the Blu-ray, it's available readily <laughs> for like 10 bucks. The other one is the one I think you're talking about, which is 1983's Never Say Never Again. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it stars, it was, <laughs> Sean Connery actually was not um, Bond anymore at that point. It was oh. um, the next Bond, uh, Peter Moore, was it? Peter Moore, I think it was. And that year he, I think Octopussy was the one that released that year. The most notorious of the Bond films was also 1983. And so the big deal was, was that, um, you know, this one company, Eon or whatever, was making all the Bond films and MGM would put them out in America. And somehow they were able to get the Bond license, 20th Century Fox was, and they made this one, Never Say Never Again. And it was kind of a big fuck you to MGM and, and, and the Bond franchise because one, they brought back Connery. It was his final mm-hmm. Bond film and he's much older. And it's a remake of Thunderball, actually. Uh-huh. So that's why a lot of people say you don't need it in the box set. Because, uh-huh. right, because Thunderball's there already. There's a, there's a picture of the... Oh, there you go. Video game nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people say you don't need to see it because if you have Thunderball, you've got young Connery doing it, right? Mm Because it's like the third film or something. I think it's right after From Russia with Love, which is the second film. Um, And so you don't need it. The one reason I really want to see this movie, though, especially after seeing the original, is it's directed by the guy who directed Empire Strikes Back. And he does a really good movie, right? And people are saying it's a... Roger Ebert says it's one of his favorite Bond films. Or said, rather. Mm -hmm. And so... I do want to check it out. Of course, it was only available on Blu-ray for a very short period of time, and now its license is up. So to get a Blu-ray copy now is like over 150 bucks. But it is on Vudu for like seven. <laughs> so I'll probably just buy it there to watch it while we're in the middle of our thing. But I told Julie, I was like, we should either watch it when it came out alongside Octopussy so we can see what it was like. Because it seemed like back when it came out, a lot of the Bond fans who were just like boo-hooing the fact that Connery wasn't back. And I think it was Connery was the reason he wasn't in Octopussy. It wasn't like MGM and Eon didn't want him, right? Mm-hmm. He was just done doing Bond films and then he goes and does this. But I'm sure there's a backstory that I don't care enough about to look up. But anyway, I've suddenly become a pseudo-Bond fan. I don't know. I, I guess. I liked the first movie. Grabbed all the movies now. And so it's something mm-hmm. we'll be watching. Again, not exclusively it's not something I'll only be watching. Um, but we were like, yeah, let's start watching Bond films. And my wife and I had a lot of fun with it. it. Since you haven't seen it, I guess we won't talk about it much. And I've probably been going on too long anyway. But Dr. No was fun. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought the movies were going to be like three hours long. And it wasn't. It was an hour and 40 minutes, I think. Hour and 45 minutes. So it was, right. it was good paced. And the Bond chick that's in it is super hot. I'm sure they all are. But like she was super hot. <laughs> and her name was something funny like uh, what was it it was like it was like glorious sands or something 
Like, and then he makes fun of her first name constantly. Like he always calls her glorious or something, but, and Julie was really amused because in it, he's, he figures out some chicks, a spy. Like he's, he already knew she was a spy, but he doesn't reveal it till later in the scene, but he sleeps Mm -hmm. with her anyway. And Julie's like, and my wife is kind of crude. I'll just say this up front, but she was like, wait, wait. So it's cool to get your dick wet, even though you know you're going to capture or kill her. And I was like, "Look, well, yeah, and James Bond." Yeah, and she goes, "James I Bond see does. How he James Bond does what James Bond does." Yeah. I, I sent an old picture. This oh, that's little fantastic. Vi- this little video game scene they showed. Now you got to remember, this is in the early '80s or whatever. Uh-huh. So something like this wasn't something you saw. You know, we had Atari. No, so this watching is like this, the, this is on like cable, the upgrade of Tron. Yeah, watching this on cable every day. And it being like this weird hologram that they're like looking through, like, like this scene's ingrained in my head. I don't remember any other thing in the movie, but like them playing this game, you know, and they're shooting lasers, the color of the different pieces. Yeah, I see that. You know what I mean? It's like, and uh, I'm not going to lie, Trees. I'm going to have to buy this base just off of these screenshots because you know that if Thunderball, when was Thunderball? It was probably like 71, not even. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Thunderball was 65. You know I'm not going to get graphics like that. No. Yeah. This scene is pretty iconic as far as nostalgia for like an 80s thing. Again, don't remember the movie. I remember the villain. And during this, you can see that using these old like brass. Yeah. Like these weird brass controllers. Yeah, it looks great. It looks like those those things you'd squeeze in the love-o-meter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they move around like in in – the other guy, you can't see me. I'm sure if you look more Google image search, I'm but he's sure like a blonde, a blonde guy, and he's sort of well, like. Tell you what, I'll watch you know, the that. movie. <laughs> and there's an iconic scene where he's getting zapped, but he won't like let go of the controllers, and he's getting more intense, and he finally like <laughs> it's building and building, and then he's like, "Let's go," and puts his hands up, and like all the like noise stops. He's like, "Ah," <laughs> it's like this iconic. It's like it's ingrained in my brain as like a scene. And what does this tell you, too, that that's what uh, this is? This explains why I need to have this, because this is the one, quote unquote, like not really Bond film. Right. Like Casino Royale Mm. from the 60s is a is a spoof. So Mm. that makes sense that people don't consider it. But like this one. Right. Not only is it a remake, but it's like. It's the one that wasn't released by MGM, right? It wasn't developed by that company. And so, mm-hmm. but it's the one that you remember. And I'm sure you're not alone, right? Yeah. It's the one that got the the distribution. So like, that's notable. So yeah, uh, again, a lot of people say this one's Never Say Never Again is like the most fun of the Bond films. So I was very mm-hmm. pleased it was on digital. I know some people go kind of ape shit over like digital versus disc, Um you know, without getting too nerdy, because I've gone on too long anyway, I will say that, like, I'm starting to disagree with that. And actually, I've been reading a bunch of articles because I'm a fucking nerd about how, like, you know, they're they're encrypting a lot of those streaming services with the HEVC, you know, H.265 latest, you know, um, codex. Mm-hmm. And they're using a, a, a less uh, efficient 
compression on these 4K Blu-rays. And it doesn't mean that one's better than the other. It just means that when people often cite that like streaming and disc, one's better than the other, it's usually by like pausing the movie and looking at a screenshot of the same moment in the movie which because it's a more compressed format, that's true. But movies are not looking at still images. Movies are watching motion. And so there's been a lot of studies that show that when you show it in actual motion and you show what the human eye can like figure out, it's not true of every movie. But for the movies that are done well, like streaming can often be a perfectly fine comparison, especially if you're on the right service to a disc. And so to Mm -hmm. me, like to only own something on streaming is not ideal, but if, if it's a $150 Blu-ray or a $7 streaming, like done, right? Like Mm -hmm. ideally I buy both, right? I like to buy it and get the digital code, but that's just not realistic. Also that newest bond one, the Daniel Craig one, Fucking pissed me off. It's the first time I've seen this. The digital code only works on iTunes. Oh. I don't have iTunes. So oh, maybe I should give away the movie on the show. Or Do you have iTunes? Do you watch movies on have... iTunes? No. No? Okay. Oh. No. Anyway, I'll figure I out barely what to do watch, I barely watch movies on my TV. <laughs> I barely watch any movies ever. You got Fair other things enough. to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's talk about things to do. So... Real quick, we both have it on pretty good authority, right? That maybe mm-hmm. we'll be a little scant in the uh, in the games section. Mm-hmm. So we thought for fun, we would uh, take a look at what's coming out this year and talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of that idea? Well, of course, I've run it by you already, but... Yes, yes. Yeah, I only have one thing to talk about this week. Like, as far as, like, my games I played. Well, and I have three and, and two are repeats, so, so yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, well, so, <laughs> people people did ask me, a couple of people, just casually, mm-hmm. um, not through social media or anything, and they definitely didn't write in, but, um, like, oh, are you guys going to do a Game of the Year thing? And I was like, well, I, you know, I just don't think there's much of a value. Treason, I don't really keep up with the newest and the greatest. Well, yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. I know Trees would give it to Gas Station Simulator, and I'd give it to some game I played, like, in, you know, that's like 10 years old, right? I'll give it to a mm-hmm. 360 game or something. So, what's the value in that? Yeah, well, we We're don't really have a finger on the spru- I don't have my chickens. <laughs> I don't have my finger on the pulse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Of, you did get God of War game. Ragnarok, though, and I, I don't even have it. So, yeah. but I installed it. And haven't turned it on yet. So I also had a to-do in 2022 to play Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. And I didn't succeed. <laughs> so, like, uh, if you remember, I played, like, the first hour, but I didn't beat it. Right. So, anyway, I don't know if that says more negative against Halo Infinite than, than that. But most people say the campaign was good. So, anyway. All right. Well, if you're cool with it, I was just going to read off. A quick bulleted list, and we'll talk about stuff as it becomes nece- important, I guess. Okay, so this is a list of stuff coming out and oh, so far slated for 2023. Yeah, and I figure we can fire through it quick because we'll only stop on what's important to us. Yes. 
So this is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah. Which, by the way, trees. I one pickup I did do, and I don't think it's available anymore when people are listening to this. Which, by the way, actually, last thing I wanted to mention was this episode comes out on January sixth. And because I'm a megalomaniac, I just want people to know that's my birthday. So this show's coming out on my birthday. I don't expect you to like reach out and say happy birthday and huh. But at the same time, I thought that was amusing that this show will come out on my birthday. And um, happy birthday. My wife has a surprise planned. All I was told was make sure I'm done with work by five o'clock. So, and she did promise me one thing, which trees, I think you'll find is a good thing. She is taking me out of the house, but she is not taking me to like a party with a bunch of friends. She said, it's me and the daughter and her. It's just the three of us. She's planned a night that I don't know what we're going to do. So there we go. Hmm. Anyway. Um, but what I was going to mention was there was an end of the year sale on PlayStation and Moss, Two, the sequel to Moss, went on sale for like eighteen bucks, and it's normally like forty. So I picked up Moss too. I haven't played it yet, but I picked up Moss mm-hmm. too. Which the only reason I'm bringing it up was I could I thought Moss Two was only on PC right now, and it was going to later come out on PSVR two, which it might. But I was pleased to see I could get Moss Two on PSVR one because I will not be. Taking the plunge for PSVR 2, as we'll probably talk about mm-hmm. as that comes up. But anyway, um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Just letting you know, in case you're curious for Moss 2. Um, okay. I didn't finish Moss 1. I got stuck. Me neither. But Me neither. I think I'm going to look up that solution or at least get a hint and try to work my way through it. Because people still tell me that like Moss 1's worth be- worth beating and Moss 2 was better. So, saying a lot. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, it is. All right. In January, we got One Piece Odyssey. Mm. Nope. Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden hit the Switch, the PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Series X. This will be on Game Pass. Quick question to you. You ever played either of these? Do you have any interest in played. Never played a Persona game. Okay. Um, I always think I want to, Mm -hmm. and then I don't. Okay. I think about it harder, and I don't. Gotcha. So... I'm an idiot. I own... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I own Persona 3 Portable. I own that on PSP as a digital game. Actually, about the digital version. I own mm-hmm. Persona 4 Golden on Vita as a cartridge game. Oh. Yeah. And I own Persona 5 Royal on PS4. And I have the Steelbook Edition. I eventually bought that for cheap. Okay. I've never touched Persona 5 or Royal, but the version I own is Royal. I played like 20 hours of Golden, which is really a small amount. Um, and it was fine, but I didn't love it. And what's weird is I have actually played Persona 1 and 2, the American versions. And... I played all 100 hours of Persona 1 for some weird reason. Persona 2 is a little stripped down in America. And then Persona 3 Portable, I played all the way through. I played the P3 Portable one where you can play as either the boy or the girl, and there's an extra, like, month afterwards that, like, adds an epilogue onto the original PS2 game. Um, I loved Persona 3 Portable. Um, I will admit this is one of the few games I played 
on a portable back when I kind of had a more streamlined job for that, where like I was an office job and I would take like a set lunch every day and I could play it during those times and whatnot. And I also had times on a shuttle bus. And so I played this game probably for a half an hour a day over 200 days and beat it and loved it. Um, so I don't know how well it's going to transition to home consoles, but yeah, if you want one, I really push people to do persona three portable first and one and two are very old games. I don't think they're very good to go back to unless you're nostalgic for them or you know what you're getting yourself into persona three portable, I think is the best of these three. games. Well, I've never played five, but anyway, I think persona three portable is worth checking out, especially if you have game pass and you're into that stuff. But anyway. Next up, Colossal Cave. I think this is that remake of Colossal Cave Adventure that um, uh, Ken and Roberta Williams are releasing. But anyway, it's on Mac, MetaQuest 2, Nintendo Switch, PS5, PC, and Series X, January 19th. Fire Emblem Engage, Nintendo Switch 20th. I'm going to just keep moving until you stop me. Forspoken, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, January 24th. Okay, I'm going to stop on this one. This is the one where there's a demo, right? Didn't Did you play the Forspoken demo? Forspoken? No, I don't think you did play that demo. No, I would remember that. It's a free demo, and it was very polarizing. Like, some people loved it, some people hated it. So The name's familiar. Yeah. Look it up. If I see pitches, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a Square Enix joint. It looks cool. Um, I need to download that demo and play it. It's on PS5. So if you're looking for something to download, give it a go. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, okay. I know. Uh, I know what this is. Maybe it's a, for next it's a bad, week, but it's a yeah. bad name. It's a bad name. It is a bad name. Yeah. And yeah. to some, it's a bad game, but anyway, uh, dead space, the remake <laughs> January 27th. I'm, very, I, I'm interested in playing this again. It's been so long. Well, and it's PS5, PC, and Series X only. So it's it's not one of those cross-gen ones. Although it Mm -hmm. could probably, outside of graphical prowess, worked fine on the other ones. But I think the big reason I'm more interested in this one is I've been playing it a lot of Dead Space lately. But I thought I was playing it so I could play Callisto Protocol. And the feedback of Callisto Protocol was so mixed. And I, I don't think I'm alone in saying this. Um, I know Gersman said this, but like, yeah, like with the the so-so reviews of Callisto Protocol, I'm suddenly way more interested in the Dead Space remake. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mirror you as well? Or were you not really into well, Callisto Protocol? I wasn't in the Callisto whatever it is because mm-hmm. um, I know, I'm, I'm, I know they, they shortened some stuff up, but it's like, I don't know. For me, Dead Space was a it was a horror game, but it wasn't like like a Resident Evil like jump scary. I don't know. It was more action with like sure. some tense moments. Whereas the Callisto thing seemed like it was going for like an Outlasty sort of like scare you at the same time and like gore porn. It's you definitely gore shit. porn. Yeah, so, but it's it's way more action heavy. But it is melee is it? combat, and Dead Space was a shooter. Dead Space yeah, was like, what Resident Evil Four they hoped would have been, right? Like, right. But Dead Space also had that cool limb mechanic that you didn't really see before that. Strategic dismemberment. Yeah, you could switch that laser around and like yeah. chop legs off. So it, was, it was pretty awesome. So interested in that. 
uh, Callisto Protocol, I was never really. Callisto going, Protocol is more like you've got like to. a steam fist and you're punching dudes. Yeah. And yeah. its dodge mechanic is Mike Tyson's punch out. So, like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, when it's cheaper, I'll give Callisto Protocol a go. But mm-hmm. yeah, suddenly I'm interested in Dead Space. Here's the quick question um, Do you see yourself getting it day one or are you just waiting to see? And then if everybody adores it, you could see yourself picking it up. Well, I love the first game, so I already know mm-hmm. it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think I'd be disappointed in it, right? No, um, but the first game's ten hours, seventy bucks. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's true, but um, I don't. But then at ten hours, it'll be one of the few games I finish, right? I'm really having a hard time with the that age old <laughs> metric of how long will I be playing it versus right? Like I could buy, I bought Hades for eight dollars, and I'm told I could play that for a hundred hours. I know, but if it's, I don't know, no, Resident no, Evil no, no that's my super counter long, argument. So, no, my counter argument yeah. is. Who cares how long it is? Maybe right. if it's only 10 hours, 70 bucks is fine for me because, right, like movies, I don't think about it that way. I don't look at the runtime mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Avatar is such a better deal because it's three and a half hours instead of the paltry 90 minutes of Puss in Boots. Like, no, I'm like, no, I'm paying the same price to go see two different movies that happen to be different lengths. And I think yeah, I'm it, at it's... that point where I'm about to do that with games too. If I remember, Dead Space was pretty packed. Like it was pretty. It was ten hours, it, but it was a. It it didn't feel like ten hours. It felt a lot that's longer. What, that's what I mean. Like, and if you get in a, a like a better version of that, opposed to like seventy bucks in a shit game that's a hundred hours. Like, what, yeah. what's the point? Or padded, so, right? Like a game that's, that's yeah. a hundred hours of unnecessary of unnecessary that's, grinding, yeah. right? So yeah, you've played a bunch of those where you're like, I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing anymore. God damn it. Brother. <laughs> Just so, trying to finish um, this. So yeah, I, I'm not worried about that. Um, maybe they put up a cool steel book, Fred. That's what I'm more. Maybe they, that's what I'm more actually, concerned about. Actually, nowadays, nowadays, that's what I look for. Like those steel books, boy. It's available. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Steel book edition. Let's see here. As long as it's it's cool looking, well they got they got the you got to watch out because it you know uh, it's only these, in the collector's these, edition it looks like these might be all fake and then like no there is a steelbook in the collector's edition we got to watch out because um, well no the collector's edition run. is that one that limited run games is doing for right. three hundred bucks like I don't need that right. shit mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying yeah yeah so yeah no I. I I, you know what, you know what the litmus is, Trees? I think we figured this out already. You just go to Best Buy, you look on the pre-order, and if, if a Steelbook's going to come out, it's going to be there. That's right. There are rare exceptions with like Walmart and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. by and large, that's what's going to be. But anyway, um, <laughs> I've no interest in these games. I don't know if you've ever played them. They seem like PC games to me, but Age of Empires 2 which is apparently the big one, mm-hmm. the popular one, definitive edition. Yeah. It's a remake or a remaster. Mm-hmm. That hits those um, console, Xbox One and Series X. I think it's already out on PC, but those hit console at the end of January on Game Pass. 
those are games that my brain is like, I'm going to get into this. <laughs> and then halfway through and them showing me how to like, do stuff. No. <laughs> yeah, halfway through the tutorial, I'm like, uh, okay, never mind. That was, nice. that was a bit much. <laughs> so... <laughs> So next up is Deliver Us Mars, which I believe is the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon. I played Deliver Us the Moon. Didn't finish it, but I I, I liked it. it. I did not, but I mean, Deliver Us the Planets. It was more of like a puzzle game. It was. Yeah. So anyway, that's coming out. I think it's coming out for PlayStation, PC, and Xbox consoles, both both PlayStations, both Xboxes. So just so I don't have to destroy myself here. If I say both PlayStations and both Xboxes, I mean Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5. I understand there's a Series S, but just know that anything that comes out for Series X also comes out for S. So there's no need to say it. But anyway, if if that ends up on either Game Pass or PlayStation Plus extra then i will play it if not i will probably wait till it's dirt cheap the big one is february 10th hogwarts legacy i i really think i want this game i'm not a harry potter guy i I read all the books and i've seen some of the movies and my kids like the shit but i don't know if i see myself gaming i recently watched all the harry potter movies like within the last mm-hmm. eight months okay and then the 4k box set went on sale comes with dv blu-rays but who cares anyway on amazon also i think i got it for 50 bucks and i'm planning to re-watch it all again i've read all the books we have them on the bookshelf mm-hmm. i'm a i'm i'm kind of a harry potter geek which is weird because i've never watched the fantastic beast movies yet but anyway yeah i'm gonna play this i want to play this i like licensed stuff which it's normally like right like it's it's repellent for most gamers i have to see what this is about i don't know if i'm gonna get it day one but i bet fomo gets the best of me and i buy this game Day one, February 10th. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my my take. I'm going to hear everyone talking about it on their podcasts, and I'm going to buy it. Next up, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, Switch and PS4. Ooh. What do you think? I love Theater Rhythm games. I it's love them. But I don't know. Library. But I do not know what it will be like on a Switch, right? It, it was awesome on a DS. It was on the 3DS. Right? Yeah, it was fantastic. Because the touchscreen, you did all the shit down there, and then the little people were up top. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just were It was made for that, right? Those games were made for that dual screen uh, shit. So I don't know what happens moving it to like... It's very telling FP- you said Switch, because I would get it on PS4 before I get it on Switch. Well, the thing is, they tried that kingdom hearts game that was supposed to be sort of like a mm, I rhythm game yeah. mm-hmm. and that was not good so you know i mean so i don't know my you know uh, 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 i'll wait and see on this exactly one. but if they're, yeah. they're basically 
if the Kingdom Hearts version that they did a while back is their ver- like their new con- control scheme for this, mm-hmm. I'm not into it because I I don't think it. I know that dual screen was like perfect for that shit. I'll give and you I don't that. Know how you mimic the, I don't know how you mimic that. 385 so. tracks, trees. I know. Anyway. I know. We'll see. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic on that one. So. Uh, Wild Hearts. Are you familiar with this game? I don't know this game. Oh, there we go. No. A twist on the hunting genre where technology gives you a fighting chance against giant nature-infused beasts. Hunt alone or with friends. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at you pictures should. of it, and I'm yeah. like, this... This this is like let's mix Horizon with uh, like Monster Hunter, <laughs> like um, <laughs> Monster Hunter, God of War, uh, Fe- was that Phoenix game, Phoenix right? Rising, whatever the fucking that game is. Let's mix all those together because this looks, it looks the screens I'm seeing look pretty, right? Right. But but there's. You could have told me this game came out three years ago. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, cool. Like, it doesn't, it's not doing nothing for me here. Maybe I'd have Fair to see enough. it. And the, the only picture I see is them hunting a big pig. So, big mossy pig. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. All right. Well, these games are tough, right? Yeah. Given the the cadence that we've been moving so far, I think I'm actually going to move forward. Like we don't need to dig into each one of these. So if we know it, great. If we don't, that's very telling. So next up, Atomic Heart. Do you know this game? Oh yeah, I do. And it looks cool. Is that the boomer shooter? shooter. Okay. And it's, I think it's on game pass day one. I think so. Yes. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that one. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, then like a dragon Ishin, are you interested in this one? So this one I do know. Yeah. I mean, I want to play, I want to finish. I still have like a dragon installed. Remember, you remember when I was playing it, I got really into it. And mm-hmm. then as most things I fell off, uh, but yeah, I would like to keep, I'd like to go back. Well, to that. So this is not like a dragon or AKA Yakuza eight. This is the mm-hmm. remake Mm-hmm. of the Edo period, one of the Edo periods, like they did the right. classical Japanese ones. Yeah. So I think yes. this is more of an action game. And this game actually came out on the PS3 back in 2014. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's it was like a cross-gen. It was PS3, PS4. I... Oh, no, it was released in, uh, I'm sorry. It was released in 2008. I would no, like. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, the original was 2008. No, yeah, this was. Anyway, continue. I would like this game to be still set in that feudal Japan, mm-hmm. but it's all redone like the modern, like a dragon turn-based RPG craziness. Right. And so this is the action game. It is in the new engine, but it is not turn-based. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. and I got to be honest with you, Trees, I'm almost ready to give up on turn-based RPGs. The two chances I have to redeem myself or they have to redeem themselves are two very different, very weird, but very interesting games to me, which is Final Fantasy X2. I this year I will eventually get around to playing that. 10-2. Mm-hmm. And like a dragon, um 
sorry, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. which I got my steelbook version that you you speak very highly of. But anyway, all right, then PSVR 2 launches. You getting PSVR 2? I would like to. Are you going to get day one, really? You're going to pay 550 probably. bucks for it? No, I wouldn't probably get it day one, but I would like to get one, obviously. Huh. I'm not sold yet. Didn't sell me. But day one, you'll get Horizon Call of the Mountain, which comes included with the $600 pack of PSVR 2. There's the Fantavision 2020X, which will be coming out. Moss mm-hmm. 1 and Moss Book 2. Oh, as well as Zenith The Last City. I don't know about Zenith The Last City. The thing that was disheartening about Moss and Moss Book 2, it has been confirmed that both of those are different SKUs, meaning if you own them already, tough shit, you'll be buying them at full price for Mm -hmm. PSVR 2. I get why you have to have a different version of the game, and I would even be fine Mm -hmm. with like an upgrade path, but so far it hasn't been announced, and I think they were going to do 30 or 40 bucks a piece. It's that price point that's really hurting me. Right? Mm. Like I think Horizon Call of the Mountain is 60 or 70. You get it for 50 if you buy it with the PSVR2. I don't know what Fantavision is and I think Moss and Moss Book 2 are 40. So I don't know. Anyway, uh February 23rd is Blood Bowl 3. I don't play the Blood Bowl games, so Nope. Yep. Company of Heroes 3, I'm out. PC only. Nope. Sons of the Forest, no idea. How about nope. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe? The fuck is this? Was that old? Was that, what was that originally on Dreamland? Was that a DS game? Return was to Dreamland a, was SNES, like Game Boy it? game? Super NES. Old, either way. It's one of the old franchises. Dream Here we World. go. Is it a remake? It's a remake of... Is a 2011 platform game for the Wii. So it's a remake of Kirby's Return to Dreamland, the Wii game. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Was the the Wii one where you drew the little rainbow string for him to glide around on with the pointer? I thought that was the Wii one. That might have been the Wii one. Let me see. I don't know. Either way. I know there was um, Epic Yarn was on the Wii, but. Yeah, I remember Epic Yarn. I can't tell what this is. It's very hard to tell. Yeah, I see a rainbow. Mm. I also see a really little Kirby with a really large sword and a really big rainbow stripe. So it, it, I don't know. If I play anything, I'll go back and get fucking um, the one that was just out that I never played. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Forgotten Worlds or whatever the hell it was. Um. Next up, Kerbal Space Program 2. Never got into those. Hard. And it's just it. early access. So. Okay. Octopath Traveler 2 is February 24th. Um, haven't gotten around to 1 yet, but... I played a lot of 1. It was really good. But you going to jump into a JRPG shit. You wouldn't like it. It's turn-based. Yep. And it's not on so. Xbox, which that's where I would have played it because it was on Game Pass. It's on Ooh. Switch, PS4, PS5, and PC. So anyway. Destiny 2 Lightfall. Not a Destiny 2 player. Me neither. Good to move on? Okay. March, we got the day before. Nope. Woe Long Fallen Destiny. This game looked that interesting. Looks nuts. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> looked monkey really guy? interesting. Yeah, and it's on that game. That game looks Pass, good. So. Yeah, that game looks good, man. It shouldn't. Yeah, I've seen stuff on that game. Last of Us that Part One. 
Move on. Another part one? Uh, sorry, on PC. It's the PC port of the oh, PS5. Okay. I was going to say, how many times are going to release part sorry, one? Sorry, I should have mentioned it. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, Fatal Frame Mask of, of the Lunar Eclipse. So this is a big deal. It's on Switch, PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and Series X. The reason this is a big deal, this comes out in March, is this is Fatal Frame 4, or Zero Escape. Uh, no, what was it called? Maybe Zero Escape? Or, anyway, it's got a weird name in Europe. And, uh, Is that anyway. the one that came out on the Wii only or something? Yes. What was the one this that was came out on the Wii, Wii only? And I've got oh, okay. a soft modded Wii where I have a fan translation on there. So here's the, the sad reality. Before I ever got around to playing a version of a game that's been out for years that I've owned for years, it's finally becoming available and while I know the gaming world won't necessarily agree with me, um, I, since I've never bought a store-bought version of this game, I will buy this because, right, like I, I haven't bought a legit version of this game. So, like, mm-hmm. I should probably do it. I don't even know if I'll like the game. Right. But it is what it is, and I already own Fatal Frame 1, 2, 3, and 5, and then this unofficial version of 4, so I may as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, then I don't have to feel guilty also about playing my hacked version <laughs> on the Wii, because yeah. I own the rights to it. Uh, Skull and Bones is coming out. Yawn, move on. Oh, yeah. You have a different what? opinion? You're going to jump at this? Ubisoft Pirate Ships? Yeah. Going back to Assassin's Creed, yeah. fucking Black Flag. Now those those were good, but I I don't need it. But you have a whole a game, game based on it? No, no. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm all about Skull and Bones. I don't know if it's okay. going to be like Sea of Thieves. I don't want it to be like a MMO. You know what I mean? But I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't like, want it to be how like are they gonna, How are they going to form? But if it's a crafted single player experience, you're in? Yeah. Okay. That's just fun. Sorry for See, being negative. Naval, naval battles, man. Treasure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. R. So I Good got some. <laughs> I've got some <laughs> uh, day one March purchases I know, which first one is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. You in on yep. that one? Yeah, I like. I really like the first one. Yeah, I bought that day one. Never, re- never looked back. Never regretted it. I will be on this one too. Um, then there's Bayonetta Origins: Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, I just mm-hmm. got Bayonetta three. Um, mm-hmm. It was I got it on a sale on GameFly, so I got my copy of Bayonetta three. But I don't think I'm in the mood for more Bayonetta. I might burn through the trilogy in the upcoming months, but. Because they're action-based, right? So I can burn through them. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to... I'm not gnawing at the bit for more Bayonetta. I'm barely caught up with no. three. So I, I think this is bad timing. Yeah, I mean, that's the only Bayonetta game I probably have a chance of beating. What, Origins? <laughs> yeah, would be that fucking Switch one. You know, the Switch fucking cartoon RPG. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play this game. I didn't even look. Is it, It's an RPG? Yeah, it's like a weird top-down. Yeah, you didn't see it during the Game Awards when they showed the trailer for it? Well, maybe. It was like a, it was like a cel-shaded 
RPG about her origins and her mother and I stuff. I don't pay attention to Bayonetta, to be honest. Like, oh. I liked the original, mm-hmm. but I liked Bayonetta 2 less, and I feel oh. like I'm going to like Bayonetta 3 even less than that. And so I may be... I want to play these games to figure that out because I had fun with Bayonetta 2, but I didn't like it as much as 1. I may be of the mindset that, like, I actually have this opinion of Dead Space as well. The more they made it, the more I disliked the direction they went, which is funny because I feel like the core audience tended to appreciate the direction more, but who knows? But anyway... Hmm. Uh, then March 24th, we got Resident Evil 4 Remake. I think I'm day one on this one. I'm that's, interested in that. I really, I, that's one of the Resident Evils I finished. Girl. 4 is great. I want to go back to it. Um, and I probably will before Remake comes out. I'll find the time with those games. Um, and, uh, I really liked 4. And I like yes. 4 more every time I play it. And I haven't played it a ton. But I think I've played it twice now. So I played the original. No, you know what? I started the GameCube one. I struggled with the quick time events on that because that controller is so batshit insane. I ended up mm-hmm. playing it through it in its entirety back in... <sighs> Julie and I had our first apartment together. So I want to say that was 2006 on the PlayStation 2. And mm. then I played that PC... 2016 i think 1080p version so but i've got on the xbox one and so i should probably play through that before that comes out but anyway what about oh it's only on pc but that crime boss rock rock a city i'm curious if this one that's that michael madsen one yeah it's all <laughs> it right looks like it's like 10 years late to the party <laughs> yeah that's so weird looking at play it looks like a true crime game but anyway yeah i'll play it um, no ice isn't it so <laughs> yes, he is. Um, apparently in March, we got System Shock Remake. I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't uh, even know if people are going to care. And then we've got Sifu. Anyway. What is it? Sifu, S-I-F-U. Oh, yeah, Sifu. That's already out, isn't it? That's what I thought. It's been out forever. Maybe it's oh, coming to uh, it's, Xbox oh, or something? Xbox, yeah. Comes to PC and Xbox. It was previously exclusive to PlayStation. Yes. That's right. I'm not going to get into the console war shit right now, but I remember all the PlayStation people saying that we need to tell the FTC that if this game ends up on god-awful Xbox, that the world's going to end. Yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And then uh, in April, we get the PS4 and Xbox One versions of Hogwarts Legacy. Actually, maybe I don't want to buy this game. Um, Meet Your Maker on April 4th. I don't know this game. Nope. It's on PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and Series X, though. Um, This one I'm interested in. Grim Grimoire Once More comes out on Switch, PS4, and PS5 on April 4th. This is a remake of the PS2 game Grim Grimoire, which I'd heard good things about. And I bought the PS4 version which uses that god-awful emulator, and it was just not fun. So this is like a spruced-up remake. Given the right price point, I might jump into it. Did you ever play Grim Grimoire on the PS2? Was it it like an anime witch or something? Mm Mm-hmm. I I, I see that I can picture the witch, but I don't remember what the game was. 
Excuse me. I'm looking at the witch. Oh, it's a Vanillaware game. Oh, now suddenly I'm interested. I don't remember what kind of game it was. Was it like a RPG side stroll? Like the other ones, like a side scrolling. Let me see. Side scrolling RPG, kind of like um, Odin Sphere or something. Yes. Odin Sphere is also Vanillaware, so it seems it looks very side scrolly. It's a hot little witch. Cute little witch. Yeah. Anime witch. I need to just sit down and play through the Vanillaware games, which I'll talk about this at the end of the show, but like I've got a new project that might get me to, you know, light a fire under the ass of those things where I stop talking about what I'd like to do and just do it. So, mm-hmm. uh, next up, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, Switch, PS4, mm-hmm. PC. I'm never played the Mega Man Battle Network games, and I don't think I'm looking to get into more Mega Man, so I don't think this yeah. is for me. No, Mega Man's one of those franchises passed me by. I'm good with Mega Man. He lives in my... My past and my nostalgia, but I don't go. need to ever play a Mega Man game again in my life. Next up is Dead Island 2. I'm fascinated this is coming out, but mm-hmm. I have I have not I own the Deluxe Steel Book edition. I don't know if you remember me talking about this, but Dying Light 2, which is Techland. Yeah. It I came bought- out and I and I didn't even know it came out. Oh, it came out, yeah, and it's it's pretty well priced, but there was this really short period of time where people found the time between the DLCs too long. Mm-hmm. And you were able to buy Dying Light 2. They had this collector's edition that was like 130 bucks or something. And it came with the steel book and the game and the whole, you know, $100 edition season pass. And people were selling these for a pretty good price. So I paid 50 bucks. I talked about it on this show. And I got the game, the steelbook, and that edition that gives me all the DLC. And only one of the three DLC packs are out so far. But, like, I really need to get back to that. And then I also own and have never played the Dead Island collection, which is, what, Dead Island 1 and Riptide? Mm-hmm. And so I just am so far behind. I don't even know if I want this product. But for people who did play through those and know they want to jump back into it. Well, you don't have to play all those. You can just buy the new one and play that one. Yeah, that sounds foolish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're giving yourself a lot of homework for no reason when you can just. But it discourages purchases. There's not for no reason. Uh Christ, man. (laughs) Anyway. Um, And then. (laughs) Star Trek Resurgence. Do you know yeah. this game? I don't know this game. Is this? I, I heard um, Navarro talking about it. I could have sworn he was saying it's like a, a Telltale Star Wars. I mean Star no. Trek. It's from the oh, no. X. It's for some X from some X Telltale. I people. do remember you talking about or remember him talking about this. Now that yeah. you mention it, yeah, so I think it's that. And I'm not interested. I'm not a Star Trek fan. Great. Never liked. Yeah. I liked I like Next the, Generation, but that's about it. Never watched even those. I I dug Star Trek four on the old cast, like the movies, and I like the mm-hmm. new Kelvin trilogy, and that's about it. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Um so in May we got Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda on the Switch, May twelfth. Mm-hmm. I that haven't even great. grazed the surface of Breath of the Wild. I'm out. Me neither. Me neither. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, PS5, PC, Series X, May 28th. No. Nope. This one I'm in. 
I'm not. This one I'm in. So, Rocksteady's doing cool. But that's not I justification like their, alone, but I love the Suicide Squad. I liked I like all their the trailers and all that stuff, yeah. They make fun trailers. They do. They do. I've also been watching Harley Quinn, the animated show, and that builds a lot of world building around some of the characters of the Justice League, or of the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, sorry. So, I don't know. I've been too involved... I like the Suicide Squad. What's weird is I've never read a single comic. A couple of people gave me some suggestions of some graphic novels I probably need to pick up, and I might start doing that. But anyway, June, here's what I think is a day one purchase for you. Street Fighter Six, June 2nd. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know how good I'll be at it, but uh, just that single-player mode alone seems like there's a lot of content there for just if you want to fuck around by yourself and play a game, you know? You know, I think I'll join the fight with you. I think I'll do yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. You know, we'll have, we're to, gonna we'll have, have to, to. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out which platform. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, pretty well, open-minded, I'll, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll PCs wait for you out. to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll wait for you to do all your fucking uh, digital foundry fucking framework. Yeah, rate. and I'm kind of a well. Actually, my first thought was my arcade stick works on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think we want the PS4 version, right? Like it's going to be fancier on Series X and PS5. We should probably I go hope so. that. But we'll let, yeah, so. we'll let Digital Foundry run its course. We don't need this day day one, right? We can let them do their analysis first, and then mm-hmm. anyway. That's right. You'll Diablo Four is June sixth. Yep. I haven't gotten You're around to three, so three was great. Three was awesome. I need so. to play through three. I own it. Four will be good too. I own that that ultimate edition of three on Xbox. I need to do that, but. Uh, June 22nd, Final Fantasy 16 on PS5. You in for that one? In theory, I am. In yeah, how I'm much in time I have to play games, I'm not. Yeah. But wasn't... <laughs> well, Final Fantasy 7 Remake was only like 30 hours. And I've heard yeah. that 15 is not much longer. Or 16? No, no, no. I'm talking about 15, meaning, sorry, my con, (laughs) sorry, you don't know where my brain was at. My brain was at Final Fantasy games after 13 seemed to go from 60 to 100 hours to 30 to 40 hours. Mm -hmm. That's a lot more manageable for a person like me. Yeah. So I don't know. Judging by that trailer, that shit looked involved. (laughs) It did. It really so, so we'll have to wait and see on yeah. that one. <laughs> that one I don't think is a day one, but might be look cool. month one. Yeah, it looks dope, mm. right? It's like medieval mixed with Yeah. Anyway. I like that new action system because I don't think turn based is for me. If I like mm-hmm. 10 2, I'm gonna give 13 a second try, but with mm-hmm. very high like right, dar up, meaning like the moment that I'm not having fun, I'm out. But anyway, and last but not least, we're going to wrap up with this RoboCop Rogue City. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. This game's going to be shit warmed up. I thought that was a fan made trailer. Yeah. This is a real game. Oh yeah. If it's 70 bucks, I can't in good conscience Mm -hmm. buy it day one, but I will play through this game. Oh, that's a, that's one for that's one you have to wait on here. I think trees. That's one you got to. Trees. Wait for more to, more stuff to come out on this. You know what game I had high hopes for? What? That RoboCop Xbox original Xbox game? Mm-hmm. Don't remember it. 
Yeah, neither Which does anybody else. Yeah, yeah, most people don't know it exists. I had somebody ask me to dig into my tub mm-hmm. and whip out a fucking box, right? Because they were like, no, this game didn't exist. I was like, this shit was on GameCube in Europe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, never played it. I've been told it's mm-hmm. shit. And I, I've, I've got on pretty good authority. The collective internet's probably right. But so... When this game comes out, which it's it's slated for June, it doesn't have an exact release date. Uh-huh. I probably won't play it because it'll probably be 60, 70 bucks mm. day one, and I'm not an idiot. But maybe I'll play that Xbox game, that original 2003 Xbox game. Oh. So anyway, but anyway, that's it. Hmm. There wow. are other games, but they don't have release mm-hmm. dates, so we really don't know that they're coming. No. So I don't think I want to dig in. 2D? Yeah, until they're, right. they're ready. The only other one I want, would say is Armored Core. I think um, I might So you're in for that, huh? I think so. I think uh, I could never handle those games before, the customization shit. Mm-hmm. But I think as we know, with the games I'm playing now, might be right up my alley. Oh, why? I've got my hands on Armored Core 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. And there was even like... For answer and verdict day. I don't know. There were a bunch of games. So four was 2007. Then there was four answer in 2008. Then there was five in 2012. And then there was verdict day in 2013, all on the Xbox 360, all by from software. Mm -hmm. I might play around with those. Yeah. So there's only other one. I'm sort of, I got my eye on it. Very interested in it. So, yeah, exciting year. It's going to be a full year of games, boy. I will give you that. It is going to be a full year of games. Don't don't know how many I'll get to play, but I'll do my best. All I can tell you is these 360 Armored Core games. I looked them up just now. Mm -hmm. Four and five are dirt fucking cheap. Like, my games are not worth anything. This four answer game... And whatever the other one was, a little more expensive. But uh, and I'm not gonna hunt them down, obviously, because I'm not hmm. an idiot. But but yeah, so hmm. I'll play around with them. The original game Definitely. was on what PlayStation One? PlayStation yeah, yeah, 2? they go back. They go back a while. Well, I can jack around with them just to see what they're like. Like I said, well, I, just I, wait f- I wouldn't put high regard in what I think of them, but... Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I just wait for the new shiny one. No, that's I fair. Can't, I can play around I with can't. them on a on a Saturday crapshoot or something, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right. So I ask, Mr. Trees, mm-hmm. what you been playing? Not much. <laughs> Not much. You know, uh, so I'm glad we had that little, like, new year breakdown because it, it's masking that uh it's been a busy holiday week man you know and we, it, yeah you know, it feels it feels like since thanksgiving you and me that have been scrambling to keep our schedule with the show just because we just the weekends are busy during this time of year so you know it's just i've been busy every day and uh so you know demon souls still yeah. playing it good i was i was correct so I, you know, I beat the little slug monster guy, uh, and then yes, and then you get the, the girl that you can uh, upgrade your dude with. You can level, and then, uh, yeah. Then, Although, um, then I'm, 
what real quick question like how do you feel about leveling in demon souls like it it has its benefits and mm-hmm. it really doesn't have any setbacks i remember people talking about leveling having its setbacks i don't think the games if it scales it doesn't scale that much well it but. scales not the difficulty of levels it doesn't scale to your levels or it scales to World what tendency what yes so it's okay. it's like are you in human form or spirit form because if you're in spirit form um you you have less power right but i think mm-hmm. you gain more souls but if you're in human form uh, okay I think you're more powerful. You but there's something more health, with, like, but you might have more strength, yeah. But I think when you're in human form, the world goes towards dark cuz those little like symbols like when you look oh, at the okay. little so I can stone yes. arch stones, they they have they change, you know, the the If the you gem die in human form, the world goes more dark. So where that risk reward comes in is you will you might not have many now, but you will in the future have these. You will have these urns that can bring you back to life. Mm-hmm. And so where you can screw yourself is if you use those to go into human form so you have a higher life and higher stats right. to your fight, to your boss battle. If you die multiple times on that boss, you're not only using this tangible asset, which is not that big a deal because you can buy them in shops. But yeah, you drop world tendency. So the reason I I tended to not have much of a problem in Demon Souls with that was if I came up on a boss and I was human, I would not next time I fought them go back to human. But that usually wasn't a problem because by and large, I would be in spirit form because I had died at least once. And so then once I really felt like I had the tactic down on how to fight the boss, then, and especially in late game, this helped me, I would turn human and I'd go for it. And I would tend to not die. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind, it wasn't that I didn't die on the boss. It was just that it wasn't my first time tackling that boss. right? Right. And so if you keep dying over and over again in spirit form... I did read this. This was in my little guide that came with the PS3 version. As long as you're dying in spirit form, you don't drop world tendency. So technically speaking, I only died once on each level to die the first time. And then when I was human the second time, I didn't die on those levels. Therefore, the world tendency always stayed pretty balanced. But yes, you can get yourself into a world where you keep making yourself human and your world tendency goes completely dark, and then shit gets real wonky. So there's a tip there where you don't even have to die once to become a spirit form in the world, which is in the Nexus, you just run up to the top floor and throw yourself off. Oh, (laughs) so you can die, so then you enter the world in spirit form, and then you would never drop world tendency, yeah. Right. I bet that's how you complete the game, because there is a, a trophy for completing the game, where every level has full world tendency. I had some levels where I did, but most levels I didn't have yeah. complete world so tendency. So after I killed the slug dude and I went back to Nexus, uh, like you, I had a little guide. Not tell me how to do stuff, but just tips on like, 
stuff I should be aware of in the world. Yeah. And one of them explained that tendency, which I never knew. Mm-hmm. And so after that boss, he was like, yeah, just uh, throw yourself off the, the top steps of the Nexus too. So that you're in spirit form again when you go back out. Well, and again, because in the early stages, it's not that hard, anyways. So, well, and again, my guide anyways, was from from software themselves, right? It was like yeah. or Namkai, Nam Namkai Bando, Nam Bando Namkai. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Bandai, Bandai Namco. Namco. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that guide was the official guide. I bet you dollars to donuts. Like it's yep. doable with my guide, but it was probably better to read a more <clears throat> modern guide. So I know I made myself to the second little world there where you're like, there's like guys mining rocks with pickaxes yep. and they don't really bug you. There's like one or two that will break off and bug you. Most of them mind their own business. every one of those motherfuckers. What are you doing? Not, not me. Yeah. They get don't you bug self, me. I don't bug them. Get you a high pierce weapon. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. But in, and then um, I got pretty deep into that level. Okay. And then they, I think I was, I was playing it tonight, and then they just did something dirty where I turned it off, which was, uh, like I said, I got deep into that level. There's big fat guys that throw fireballs at uh-huh. you. <clears throat> I have fireballs endless because I have the regenerating ring, so you just dodge and no big deal. Um, but then there was like this little path and uh, there was a little dead dude there with something shining. And I walked real small, like like literally almost mm-hmm. like a ledge. And they dropped fire lizards behind me, in front of me, and on top of my head. And uh, it was such tight cores that you couldn't even really turn around and see what was going on. No, that's and an insta-death circumstance. Died. And I was like, well, that's enough of that for tonight. What's interesting so, is I ran into that as well. And nothing happened. No? I didn't even get the item. Yeah. Like, nothing happened. And I thought that was no, weird. And I was what playing the PS5 me? version. But I didn't use magic, right? I wasn't a mm-hmm. magic user, so I don't know if that differentiates. Because those fireball guys are actually a pain in the fucking ass when you got to fight them melee. Oh, really? Oh. I wouldn't know. I just lock oh. on to them. And I throw two fireballs for every one of these. And when they throw it, you don't have to roll. You just, like, walk yeah, a little bit Christ to the side. Yeah, almighty, though, when you're trying to melee them or even shoot arrows at them, it's mm-hmm. it's a Tough. different type of challenge. I wouldn't say it's, like, impossible, but it mm-hmm. was very frustrating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I played that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Um, one thing I will levels. throw out, just one last thing. If mm-hmm. you can get pure world tendency and bulletaria one one, mm-hmm. that little gate on the left right at the beginning opens up, and that's that's worth checking out. Wow! Now, if you've already moved the world tendency, can you reset it? Oh, um, or, or once you don't do it purely, is it gone forever? No, no, you can keep raising it. I forget how you raise it. But so I you raise it. it, you raise it to open that gate? Yes, and you know how I did it? Now I remember. No, no, no. Once I beat the slug, I had died once, and my world tendency was like whatever, like three quarters light. And I 
did get lucky enough to beat one, two, and one, three without dying. So that was how I did it. Well, there you go. That temple night in one, three. (laughs) Yeah, he takes some work. Well, I'll get there. I'll yeah. plug away. It's there a fun are other game. Ways. I'm sure if you straight up Google it, there are other ways. Because no, yeah. it's it's definitely not one of those things where it's like, you got to be badass once, right? Like, no, no, no. I also All cheesed right. that red dragon in one, two. So like, but anyway. There you go. Well, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm not really going to use a guide, a guide as much. I'm just fucking around. Um, yeah. Marvel Snap continues to be an issue. No one should play that game. Stay away from it. Uh, okay, so everybody talks shit on Marvel Snap, but people play it. it. Can, Why it, do you say? Well, they, well, they talk shit, not in a bad way. They talk shit like me because I'm in it, and I and I don't want to. I don't. I, yeah, and I don't want to. I don't wish that on anybody. All right, because <laughs> that game is built. You sound like an addict in pain. I don't know what evil people design that game. Oh, I do. But it's like they're damn that proud fucking, of it too. That fucking game's good. That more that little card game will waste your afternoon, boy. And uh, the seasons, <laughs> quote unquote, seasons move pretty fast. Like it's not like a month for a season. You know what I mean? It goes. Mm-hmm. They go pretty fast, and I might have might not have spent ten bucks for this. The beginning of this new season. Uh, anyways, there's that. Um, and then the other thing, obviously, is Fortnite update, Fred. Uh, okay. Different kind of Fortnite update. Though. Yeah. This was panic, panic Fortnite update. Oh. Um, so you had mentioned something to me a while back about stuff and i was like no it hasn't it's been running fine or whatever you know what i mean and um so new year's eve my son brought his switch over because they have switches the other kids Uh and the little girl that was in his friends list i was going i go through his friends list right because he yeah i didn't have the thing checked where he can't add people Mm -hmm. so i go in there and there'll be like you know six people on his friends list and he has no f- friends on that thing. So I delete them all. Mm-hmm. But one of them was her. And last time he was over, they, she like set it up. They all got his, got her name so they could play Minecraft together and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the beginning of her, her gamer, she's like, she was like nine or 10 at the time. Right. And the father set up her game tag. And of course it was like redneck girl, something, something, something. <laughs> Because, uh-huh. of course, it was. Uh-huh. You know? And because, uh, you know, that was totally her idea. And then, because that's what every lot, uh, nine-year-old girl I'm not going to get herself. into my daughter's uh, so, screen name on the air, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people read hers and they're like, that was that was not built by you. <laughs> and it's yeah, true. And it, but well, mine, my daughter's isn't, like, redneck girl. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like, I seen that and I'm like, delete, because I didn't know who the fuck that mm-hmm. was. Turns out it was her. So she goes, 
hey, how could she came up to me, you know, so came over something. She's like, how, me and Devin aren't friends anymore. He deleted me. And I said, what's your name? And she told me, I go, God damn it. I go, well, why is that your name? My dad gave it to him. I'm like, what? Okay. So New Year's Eve, they came up to me and she was trying to add him. And she's going, I can't add Devin as a friend. And she's showing me. And like his name was in the friend request shit. Mm-hmm. But when you clicked on the A button, it would like go back to the friends list when nothing happened. Right. So you'd highlight his name, you hit accept, but it would just go back to the list this is and the he would still be in the request. Such a right? common symptom for this parental control shit. And it drives me nuts. So, yeah. So then I didn't think nothing of it. Where it was New Year's Eve. I'm drinking. I'm like, well, you guys can't play. I go, obviously. And I had said it's probably on her end. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, ah, you, you need to set up your parental controls. There's probably something going on. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. And then the next day, New Year's Day, um, we were both playing Fortnite in the morning, but we weren't playing together. He he does a lot of the creator modes now. Okay. And then I was playing the Battle Royale. And then we did went to Disney on Ice and did all that. And then when we came back at night, <clears throat> we went to play together and we weren't showing up in each other's friends lists. Mm-hmm. So normally whoever's online, we show up in that little empty spots, you know, yeah. we weren't showing up. And then I would go into his friend list and I wasn't in there, like in his epic friends or whatever mm-hmm. and vice versa. Right. So then I would physically type in the name and it would show up. I'd send a friend request. It would show up in his list, but you couldn't click on it. All right. Yep. And and I tried doing it. You know, I tried going on my Xbox under his name and all that. And I was like, motherfucker. And it really bugged me. Like, I yeah. mean, it really bugged me because it, it like my son was so bummed. He's like, does that mean we can't have a play together again? Right. And I'm like, like I'm like, well, I'm going to try to fix it, buddy. And in my head. I know how all this stuff goes. Sometimes I'm like, if somehow his shit gets deleted or reset or something, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and then I did one of those things you do when like you're building a computer or you're trying to put something in, in like, you're you're trying to do something and it's Mm -hmm. not going well. And you spend the whole entire night up fucking doing stuff. Yeah, you know, like when I used to Just redo my computer to get what you want. Yeah. So then I'm like, motherfucker. So I click on, I go onto his account, you know, and uh, I go down the parental controls because, like you, I remember you saying a few shows ago, you're like, oh, did you have, did you get the prompt where you had to do the yeah. parental controls? And I told you no. I was like, no, I never got them. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh yeah, you have to go in. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I think it's that. So, but of course, I go under his name. And it goes, uh, parental controls, it goes, put in your PIN number. <laughs> I'm like, did I set up a fucking PIN number? Like, I don't remember setting up a PIN number. So then, of course, I hit, like, you know, forgot my PIN. And then it brings me to, like, the in-browser, mm-hmm. in-game browser on the fucking Xbox. And, of course, I'm, I'm putting in, like, the parental email is my email, but he has his own email. It's like put in your email, and I'm like, which one do they mean? Yes. Oh my god. And all this shit, dude. And then like, I'm getting mad because then I'd go through. Flashbacks here, dude. I'd go through it all, 
and then the browser button wouldn't click uh-huh. because you're using some shitty fucking flash version of some <sighs> stupid browser on your Xbox. And so I'm like, I had to go, dude, dude, it's like midnight now. I go downstairs, I have to find my uh, Chromebook, <laughs> right? Yep. Then I have to look up his shit, right? Yep. And I, I log in under him, and now I'm in his emails, right? Because he has a Gmail, because I got to find like the epic. They send you the pins every time you fucking you the code. try to yeah. go to it. Mm-hmm. Every time you go to a different tab, they're like two, two point verification. You're like, yeah. Dude, I spent, and then I finally get in there, right? And of course, I'm looking on Google the whole time, and like, there's no real, there's no one really mimicking like what's happening. Like mm-hmm. in the answers, like you know, you go on the Reddit and all that, but you know, you dig deep enough, dude. It's like digging in some fucking, you know, when the, you know, when you're in the like the bowels of a police station in the shows and they're digging through files, like grab a file, <laughs> yeah, start looking, find I'm out which that. one will answer yeah. your question, yeah, dude. I'm doing that, and I finally just hit like an answer to like a string where someone goes, yeah. Once you're in the parental controls, like I toggled on and off, like use a pin to add friends like to add a friend you need to put in your pin code like even if that's off like i toggled that on and off mm-hmm. and there was like two other answers like that worked that worked right but now i can't find that tab i'm just like well where is that so finally i reset the pin which took forever right because you're going back and forth the emails oh, yeah. and two-point verification mm-hmm. and then i finally get into his tabs and i'm rechecking shit and re-unchecking stuff and and there it was i finally found the tab did that fucking boom can you accept friend requests shows we both show back up and i fucking dude i was so tired <laughs> like i was up to like 1 32 in the morning yeah, i know because i couldn't i couldn't let it you know the deal you can't let it go man you can't it's let it rest miserable though it's fucking miserable and i yeah. know like I, again, I, I assume you listen to the Jeff Gersman show. He talked about why Fortnite had to do all this, mm-hmm. but it's just like, guys, can't make it easier. <laughs> can't fucking make that a little streamlined. Dude, if it made I had them the money that open. they got off those fucking skins, they'd make it easier. Oh my god, dude! I had a lap, I had like a laptop open. Xbox is on. His switch was. I was ready by to my kill side, every fucking. single person involved in UI for a website, period, end of story. Like, I, oh, oh my God. They were, Send again, they were so good at making mm-hmm. kids spend their parents' money when they shouldn't have and mm-hmm. preventing them from being able to get that money back. You guys were so aces at that part of the game. Yeah. You really, really struggled this hard for this shit. You know, you go to epic.com, but that's a different thing yes. than fortnite.com. Yes. And those are also that's different not things. Even, yeah. mm. Which is not even where the parental controls are. Those are almost well, embedded in the game yep. UI and not the website AI. But yet there well, are different. If, so this is something that is unique to me versus you which is I have the Epic Game Store client. Okay. That did allow me a little more flexibility. It is a little better integrated. But again, I don't even know if you can install that on a Chromebook. And it's only because I game on Epic Game Store that I had Mm -hmm. that. But it was, again, 
we're talking like right like trees we're talking about like oh i only mm-hmm. got punched in the face instead of kicked in the balls like it mm-hmm. still hurt like it was still brutal and painful i was very happy i got it resolved yes but fucking there's hell, nothing man. worse than trying to go and to then, bed when it's not resolved so i'll give you that but but then when we played the next day like i definitely uncheck something that i have to go back because you know how it's like there's four empty spots right mm-hmm. well i should say three empty spots in your little squad screen yeah i've seen and then i'll pop in he had random people just popping in to fill up all the spots uh-huh. and we had to keep kicking them and then they were like joining as like in his group not a friend but they were joining like his group. Like they'd previously joined him, so it let them bounce back in. And so, yeah, they were just, and I'm like, so I did something where I checked. He don't mind that normally because he just plays anyways, like in squads. He doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like it. I don't want people joining his room that he doesn't. No, I so it. I have to go uncheck some more shit. And none of them make sense. Like, you know, just have one switch that says, uh, Yo, invite only. <laughs> but no, there's like three different versions of like how to let people join you. It's like, come on. Yeah, I God get lucky it. because Autumn and I only do duos. So right. when I join her, it kind of locks everything mm-hmm. out because we do no build duos. Well, but who knows what who joins her when I'm not around? Like, yeah. Well, what was happening was because his group would fill up, it wouldn't let him switch to duos because oh, his right, lobby right, right. had people he in have the it. right lobby for it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it was, it was like a mess. I had to go in there and keep kicking people, but then they'd like join right back and shit. I'm like, <sighs> when right. I got to cheat a little bit, Gersman talked about this a little bit because I already had restrictions on autumn's Xbox stuff. Right. So she's a little more invisible than I think she would be on PC or on a Switch. Right. But who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing, right? Because then you have the parental control. I got a buddy who's got a seven-year-old son, and he's like, yeah, he's getting a little bored of Garden Warfare. You know, Plants mm. vs. Zombies you Garden step Warfare. It up. You step and he it goes, up. I'm thinking about migrating him to Fortnite. And I was like, pour yourself a scotch. Call me and we'll talk you through this. I need a scotch. <laughs> yeah, to fucking play like, it. You do. for myself to play like, it. Really uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So um, he's a scotch yeah, drinker for the record. But yeah, like I was like, you're gonna need you need to so, ease your pain a little bit on this one. You know, but besides from that fiasco mm-hmm. over New Year's, uh, you know, my son had the whole week off. Yeah. So he's been, he went off. He's usually I'm ten levels ahead of him, but yeah. now he's ten levels ahead of me. I'm 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 only I didn't play a lot this week, so I'm like seventy three. Christ. And he's like eighty three or eighty four. So he's close to the boss boss. He wants to unlock the boss boss. So I'm you know, where him. you are when you unlock the white doom costume. What am I? Forty? Forty three? Somewhere in there, yeah. 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 Depending on if you skip a few. You can skip a few items and still unlock the people. You know, it's not until you get to I mean, to I'm the, just in the... I'm on the page where you unlock the white doom skin, yes. but haven't yet, so... 
Yeah. Because um, they let you skip ahead pages and you can get certain items. You just can't get the people unless True. you do the whole page. So True. Yeah, you, know, you can skip Yeah, maybe there, I'm only in the 30s, actually. I don't know. Depends on I just buy everything in order because I'm going to do it all anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. See, I don't do that. So I've got right now like 115 stars. Just, but yeah. all I've bought was like when the Doom Guy page came up, I bought like everything, right? Like... But yeah, I just go and I just get everything as I go. I'm like sh- cartoon sheep eating grass. I just, <laughs> I just keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't hey. know that I'm going to make it to the end of this battle pass. And actually I was kind of like saddened recently because I was talking to my daughter and she was talking about how expensive skins are. And I was like, yeah, but you get why they do that. Right? Like if you put in the time, they'll give you the skin as part of the battle pass. But once it's gone, like that's mm-hmm. how Epic makes its money. In fact, I'll give them credit. Yeah. They don't stop you from playing the game in any way. It's the only way they make their money, and it's proven to be very yeah. effective. And I say, and but like, if you miss Spider-Gwen, and she goes, yeah, because she missed Spider-Gwen by like, she oh, was on like level 80. But she didn't like want it per se, but I think every now and again she wants it, right? You get, like, you get FOMO because you didn't get it. Yeah. No, it's and like I didn't know it. and it feels bad because when she plays with me, I'm rocking it, right? Like Yeah. Like I don't know who these these anime characters are, but they're in my way and I'm paying yeah. for it, so I want them. They're right. on my they're on this battle pass that I paid for. So I'm going to get everything on there. I mean, I bought Venom, well, so maybe I'll just play Venom when go. we play against And then the yeah. Also a little correction on my point because I was uh listening to the last show uh-huh. skimming through it like i always do and i kept I, you know i was misspeaking because the fortnite crew which is this subscription i kept calling it the battle pass yeah you know, I, I kept saying i correct so, you but yeah the battle you should have corrected is, me because yeah. i was just miss i just had battle pass in my my brain so i was com- probably confusing people because of yeah there's two things there's the battle pass but then there's the it's called the Fortnite Crew, which is the monthly subscription, and that's what I was talking about that I subscribe to. So sorry if I confused anybody. Not that anybody probably listening really gives a fuck about the intricate details. You'd be surprised, um, our listeners that talk about playing Fortnite. Like actually, I think with no build and mm-hmm. stuff like that, Fortnite is something mm-hmm. that everyone kind of casually plays. And I feel like I don't know if this is true. There is a decent number of freebie Warzone players that have migrated mm-hmm. to Fortnite. Let me, I'll say, I was watching my son today. He's been playing all these weird creative modes that people make mm-hmm. that are so batshit crazy. And he wants me to play them and I will not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not fun for me. I don't play. Because they all involve this like free for all building in like hectic quick like just nuts right yeah it's like non-stop building those people building the towers and fighting and shooting through them as they're building like i don't get it um but i was watching my son we were playing the other day and um we had he when he reboots me or reboots somebody in a van he'll build like a little house around the van so no one's like a protective shield yeah and he throws that fucking thing up as fast as you see those streamers like just with a mouse and keyboard, like really? throw around walls. Yeah, he just 
boom, 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 boom. Or he'll just run up ramps. Like, he don't look for zip lines like me. He just fucking starts making a ramp, runs right up a mountain. I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, kids, man. Fucking kids. It's like, it's natural to them the same way games were natural to us. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like nuts. He, was, he threw that shit up quick. I was like, God bless him. Um, and yeah, man, that's that's that that was my gaming adventures this week. It was more the same, except for I did hook up the VR briefly, Fred. Uh-huh. So when you were talking about Moss, it was funny because I was playing Moss last night for a little bit. But uh, there's something real wonky with the new hookup and the distance that the camera judges you from, or something. Yeah, it almost puts. It it puts you too far into the scenes, sort of. If that makes sense. I'm struggling with the PSVR camera. So yes. yeah, so the PSVR and the PS5 is is a little wonky, and all my colors were washed out on my PS5. Like playing like Fortnite versus on the Series X, which is like vibrant because it kicks into that weird game mm-hmm. mode and shit. But it doesn't do it on the play, play, PlayStation Five, right? And I'm going through all the settings. And like it was saying like this doesn't work, this is disabled, this mm-hmm. is disabled. And then all of a sudden I saw a little tab and it said um like 4K not possible and all this because if you have the PSVR hooked up because you're running it that. through their fucking breaker box, that little fucking box that mm-hmm. doesn't translate. So I had to unplug it all tonight. Well, Fucking so it's stuff. funny you mentioned that. My breaker box that came with my PS5 or 4, sorry, the, the one the, I recently bought. That's a new passes one, isn't it? through the newer yes. stuff. Yes. So but I don't. I, don't, I the original one. It's really funny, too, because I don't use it for that. There's part of me thinking if you really want to keep yours hooked up to your PS5 because I don't want to keep I don't have mine hooked up to mine. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should switch breaker boxes because mm. you could benefit from it. Like yeah, I mean you could just hook it up whenever. It's not like I play that. Thing yeah, every but that's day. a pain in the ass. So but yeah, but yeah, I I knew that was a thing, and that is the problem with like receivers and stuff that people talk to mm. me about. Right? People are like, why did you? Why do you always have to upgrade to the fanciest receiver? And I'm like, okay, go hook up your new shit. You'll see. It'll say your resolutions mm-hmm. and stuff don't work because yeah. everything needs to be upgraded. And it's those fucking AC, uh, HDMI ports. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, anyways, that's everything I've played up. I've talked too long, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, what, you, well. what have you been... What have you been knocking out there? And I will say this. I almost forgot. Just when I was looking at f- games and I was looking up VR games, like in uh-huh. the PlayStation Store, just for that. And boy, there's a lot of them now. Yeah. Good or bad. Who knows? Yeah. But they there's, go on for a like quite a while. like 500 of them. Um, but when I was doing the filters, <laughs> uh, you know, I was looking at some regular games. And the thing we joked about for 20 bucks or 25 bucks is in the PlayStation Store car mechanic simulator vr really yeah but it's it's car mechanic like 2018 yeah which is weird and yeah, so VR'd like the old version yeah i have no need to go back and play that old one you can't go back to the old one after 2021 that's a I superior mean, one. i couldn't play either what? version so okay <laughs> and i'm not even sure if i'd like it in vr something about Something about the way I play it, I, I like it. I don't know if using my hands, you know, maybe the new 
PS5, maybe they'll step it up, you know, yeah. if I can put it on the PS5 VR2 or whatever. But anyways, so it's in there. That does exist. I saw it, but uh, not for 20 bucks. I think you need to move controllers too, so. There you um, go. <laughs> anyways, man, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you even playing? Oh, uh, no, no, you're good. All right, well, let's start with the easy one. Uh, I finished High on Life, like I talked about. Oh, I seen I seen your mini review on Twitter. Yeah, your, your write up. Yeah, I do those I saw little, little mini reviews. So if you don't follow you me, know, on Twitter, you do a little write up <laughs> at Spiders Venom. I I give it to you in about a hundred characters or so. Yeah. What yep. I try to do these days, which I think you saw, was I try to tell you kind of what I thought, where I played it, and then how long it took me. Right? Like, I'm trying to remember, did I tell how long it took me to beat High on Life? I don't even know you you might have. I... Anyway, now I'm curious, so let me just... I'm, I'm not looking up the Twitter thing. I'm just looking up how long I played High on Life. Um, but here we go. Finished with 545 achievement points. Took me 11 and a half hours. So... Doesn't look crazy long. No, but as a first-person shooter, that's long. I will say, uh, so there are... You kind of see this in the beginning. There are eight bounties... Well, there's seven bounties, really. And one of the boxes in the eighth one is blocked out. I was surprised to find that that never matters. You never get an eighth mm. secret person or anything like that. And I'm fine spoiling that now. If there had been an eighth, I probably wouldn't have said anything. But anyway. Um, and it's those middle ones. It's probably bounty three, four, and five that are just a little long in the tooth. It's a little repetitive. It's a little annoying. It's a little, eh. mm. but then they really ramp it up in the end, you know, and I, I kind of dig that plus <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I'm sorry, trees, <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking about this. I was laughing my ass off like a small child and I was drinking, I will admit, on Christmas uh -huh. Eve when I beat it, but the last gun you get is called oh, no. Les Do It. <laughs> Oh no! And he is like this. This he has suffered a brain trauma, and he sounds like Sylvester Stallone. And so he just, whenever he's ready to shoot, he's like, "Let's do it!" And oh no! Oh my god! That it's inappropriate. Last level is so oh good. god! I thought it's Moana on ice was was inappropriate, but apparently. It's, we got this going it's, on. It's pretty good. Anyway, there there is there is some really charming stuff in there. And I don't think these are spoilers, and I don't think this is giving away. That one might have been giving away a little bit of a good thing, but they like hinted at it early on. But right. everything from like that to how your sister adapts to, you know, being an alien to some of the lore stuff, to space Applebee's being like a central <laughs> focus of a certain portion. And here's what cracked me up. So my wife worked at Applebee's, okay? My wife worked at Applebee's um, while she was in college. And so, and while I was in college, I worked at a steakhouse, um, like a, a fancier steakhouse. So it would, I think I've talked about this before, but like, I won't go on, but... The steakhouse would close at like 10 o'clock. 
My wife would work as a bartender at the Applebee's till midnight. And so whenever I would get off of work, I would just head over to her. And contrary to popular belief, she couldn't just like serve me like crazy and get me fucked up and pay nothing. But Mm -hmm. I would usually get an Applebee's like appetizer meal or something to eat and grab a beer if one, she wasn't hungry or if two, she was going to be late. Like the bartender tends to stay later than most people. So some nights I'd get there and we'd know she was going to be there till one o'clock and she had the keys to lock up. I think she locked up the place for us. Like the manager would even cut out and be like, fuck it. You know, Julie close up. Um, so, and we would always go out after that to a sports bar, right? Mind you, we were night owls, right? Like we would Mm -hmm. just basically close down the Applebee's and then we go to the sports bar till two 30 in the morning. And then we would usually have a friend of ours who lived nearby or pick a group, you know, a member of the group that was sober and have them drive us to someone's place to like crash. Right. And that was like one night a week, but it was Friday night. Anyway, because of that, I learned a lot about the, uh, the Applebee's menu. And so what amused me was there were items. And I told my wife this, I was like, there were items when you, there's a scene where you get to order and like, they have joke items, but there are real Applebee's items on that menu. And so really? It was just a good touch, right? Like there were even Applebee's signature drinks on that menu. That's funny. Yeah. So that mo- that game has some charm. You copy, you couple that with like the Tammy the T-Rex and stuff like that. That game has some charm and it does some clever stuff, especially with the late boss battles um, and levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So by and large, I enjoyed it. It was padded. That game really only needed to be about eight hours long, if that. Um, but by and large, it was it was amusing. So yeah, if you can stick with it, it's it's worth it. But again, if you're not down with that Rick and Morty humor early on, there's going to be mm-hmm. little to draw you, right? Right. Yep. I yeah. will say, yeah. if you like butthole jokes, though. <laughs> There is an ongoing butthole joke that just, no pun intended, they ride that to the end. <laughs> nice. And I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> it's something else. Anyway. All right. So enough about how I think it's my thing. Um, <laughs> it was a thing. It was, it was very fitting that I finished it as my last game of 2022, mm-hmm. though. Um so next up, uh, so I did finally see it through Trees, and I purchased, downloaded, and played uh, Dead Space 2 Severed, the DLC pack. Okay. All um, right. And uh, so I was reading some, there were some reviews and stuff. I, I might be the only one who does this, but I read the reviews like on Xbox and stuff like that to kind of get a feel for things that people have problems with, like before I even go to Reddit or something, right? Because there's like famously some DLC packs where if you buy them on backward compatible games and install them, as long as they're installed, your game will fucking crash. And so I wanted to make sure Severed wasn't one of them. And if you read the Xbox comments, it looks like it is. And the reason why is it used to be, but they must have fixed it. 
So, okay. so every DLC is seven bucks. You can buy it on Xbox One. It does work fine. Um, people said you had to delete your copy of Dead Space 2 and re-download it. I did not have that experience. I actually had Dead Space 2 already installed on my system from previously when I played through it. And I just bought Severed, downloaded the DLC, and it worked fine. So, who knows? Yeah. But, um, and so what it is, is you are one of the lead characters. I forget his name off the top of my head right now. Maybe it was McCree. But, like, he was the British guy in Dead Space uh, Extraction. He's the guy you don't think is going to make it, and he makes it. (laughs) I have okay. to spoil so it. There's nothing. It, it's been so long. I don't remember any sure. anything really about characters or in that game. So, which isn't necessary, but it helps to know with some of the comments he makes that he's been through outbreak. You don't need to remember oh, the the specifics, right? right? But yeah. So, um, and so you play as him, and he is. It's actually the reverse of Dead Space. So he's down on the planet in the mines that Isaac eventually goes to. Mm. And you need to make yourself your way to the space station and then back up into the areas where Isaac wakes up. And that's kind of where you find yourself near the end of the DLC. Hmm. And it's you have a wife and she's pregnant with your child. And they want her. They are trying to take her away. And so you're trying to help her navigate. At first, you're just kind of coasting. And then you're trying to get to her, right? To protect her. And it is Dead Space 2. Now, one thing I've noticed, and Trees, have you played through the trilogy of Dead Space 1, 2, and 3? I did. I did. I I can't tell you. I remember, you know, as they go on, the memories fade. So I remember most of one... I remember the key points of two, three, don't remember much of three. <laughs> and they're pretty long, to be honest. So yeah. one had a ton of lore, two had less lore, <laughs> three had arbitrary lore, and yeah. the games are like, right, like I would say Dead Space 1 is seven to nine hours, Dead Space 2 is like 10 hours, maybe 11, 12 if you want to stretch them. Dead Space 3 is like 20 hours. <laughs> like, it's long. <laughs> it is long. Um, so, but as those games go on, the difficulty ramps up. And I've heard that Callisto Protocol, made by the same folks, former Visceral, is also really hard. And so, they got to this point, and I don't know if it's like Soulsborne influence or various other things, but they just kept making the games harder. And I didn't love that direction. It's beatable, right? Like I've beaten them all. But Dead Space 3 had a lot of frustrating deaths. And if you play it in co-op, it's even more frustrating because if one of you dies, the other one dies in many cases. They do a lot of those things, right? Uh, Right. Gears did this too. And so I just remember... Yeah, as each game goes on, it's difficult. And so this is between two and three, and it's tough. I won't lie. It's not, like, brutal, but it's it's tough. 
If you thought Dead Space 2 was tough, and I remember Dead Space 2, I mean, I recently played through it, but I remember before even playing through it recently, I remember originally playing through it and going like, this game gets pretty tough at the end. Oh, yeah. This DLC is tough. Like, right in the beginning, I think it's like your second encounter, they ambush you with a fuck ton of enemies that rivals some of the more frustrating rooms in Dead Space 2. <laughs> and by the end of it, they are throwing you some fucking scenarios. <laughs> like, ugh, ugh. There was one time, I want to say I died and respawned like seven, eight times. Mm. And I was like, guys, I know what you want me to do, but it's just like, how? Right. And they definitely ramp up the survival horror stuff. So I felt like in Dead Space 2, I had a pretty decent amount of resources on normal difficulty. This one's pretty scant. Now, the flip side of it, and one thing I've never loved about the Dead Space series is... You got those nodes, right? That can upgrade your weapon. But they cost 10,000 credits. And with 10,000 credits, you can buy yourself a lot of ammo. And so it's that risk reward, but you kind of got to know what you want to do first. Because you can't respec. You can't like cash out and get credits for your upgrades. So you can find yourself in a position where you're screwed, right? Like... And they do want you to upgrade the weapons. And so I still struggled in every one of those games. And definitely one was a little straightforward, but in two and definitely three and in severed, you struggle a little bit with like, do I upgrade the nodes or do I have a bunch of ammo? And you have a suit that is limited to 15 slots. Hmm. And that can be a problem, right? Because like, Ammo can take up a lot of slots pretty quick. Right. So anyway, when all was said and done, it was doable. I definitely got to the end. I definitely beat it. Um, Took about three hours. So it's not that long. Right. I remember back in the day, though, three hours for a $7 DLC in the days of EA, right? DLC mid 360 gen. That was a pretty good bargain. I have to say. You remember back in the day, like they'd charge like an arm and a leg for a very Mm -hmm. small DLC. The only people yes. who were the exception was like Rockstar who charged you like 20 bucks for the Ballad of Gay Tony and it was like 15 hours. <laughs> like, like that was the exception, not the rule. So this was a good balance. I think nowadays seven bucks for a three hour DLC is probably scoffed at, but eh, it was worth it. I still think that game looks fucking awesome. Like the enhancements they made. With Game Pass, when you get auto or with Xbox Series consoles, where you get like 60 frames a second and HDR and stuff, like you boot that up and you're like, God, that looks really good. You also yeah. get that 16 times anastropic filtering or whatever. So, like, all the jaggies get like smoothed out without blurring the image. Like, it looks really good, especially, you know, on a 4K, but like I get close and I don't see a lot of dithering effects or weird pixelation or chunkies jaggies so yeah like i said it's it's cool here's what i'll say if you're getting 
completely engulfed in the Dead Space lore, yeah, it's totally worth it. And if you've beaten Dead Space 2, you'll be good and ready for this. But let's say, Trees, you haven't touched Dead Space 2 in like a decade. And then you're thinking about just jumping into this DLC in the blind. You might find it jarring and a little frustrating at first. (laughs) Yeah. You got to ease yourself in those games, man. Yeah, but it's doable. And honestly, what I learned was you are given the assault rifle. So kind of like the machine gun or the S, the, the, you're given the assault rifle, the version of the assault rifle. And it's largely upgraded. In my humble opinion, if you wanted to just, the way you'll get through that game on the harder difficulties is just fully upgrading the assault rifle with nodes and your credits. And then from that Mm -hmm. point forward, just having almost all of your slots with tons of ammo, like over a thousand bullets. And then, yeah, you'll get through that whole DLC, no problem. But again, I have to beat the DLC to know that, right? Like, and that's the problem with Dead Space is that they really got into, especially after the first game going like, oh, well, you're going to play through this game like 16 times, right? Okay, well, then we'll just design parts of it around the fact that we expect you to replay, whether that was intentional or not, that's what it sure feels like. Right. Huh. All in all, it was fun. I'm glad I played it. Yeah. I'd like to... I'm waiting for the remake. <laughs> yeah, I think sake. with what you've if told it's... me and just... Yeah. Just wait for the remake and replay that. Yeah, I mean, who knows if it if it, if it sells a lot. Who knows? It might do them all. Well, and the original Dead Space is still my favorite. Like, hands down. So... Yeah. Nice. All right. And to wrap up, I've started a new game, which is the P. I'm playing the PS5 version. I'm playing Kena Bridge of Spirits. What is it again? Kena Kenya? Bridge of okay. Spirits. K E N A. All right. I remember, yep. I remember, I remember what this is. It got released yep. on PC, but it started as like an exclusive. Plays on PS4 yes. and PS5. It's got a free upgrade and yada, yada, yada. Um, I just have the legit PS5 copy. I just straight up, I think it was on sale for like 30 bucks. I just straight up bought it (laughs) in a Hmm. disc. I've never seen it digitally for that price, (laughs) which is ridiculous. But yeah, so I put in the disc. I hear the jet engine roar up in the PS5. I'm still (laughs) shocked that those disc drives sound like that. I know. It goes off. (laughs) And then boot it up. But anyway, game looks incredible. Oh, those colors just pop. So a lot of people said that Kena is a PS2 game and it definitely borrows that game design, but it learns also, it's like a PS2 game with the quality of life of modern day, right? But it's everything you want. It's like vibrant, it's unique, it's cute, it's gorgeous. I cannot say enough good things about the graphics. And I'm playing it on performance mode. Because there's two modes. There's native 4K at 30 frames a second or upscaled 4K at 60 frames a second. And I highly recommend the performance mode. I think I even read that there was very little difference. Like the performance mode at 60 frames that's upscaled is still running at like 1800p versus the 2160p of 4K. So it's like almost identical. But yeah, I couldn't tell much of a visual difference. And... The 60 is just smoother. Like, even if your eyes can't Mm -hmm. see it, just trust me, it's smoother. If you bounce back and forth, you'll definitely see it. But 
and it's able to just hold on to it. So it's a it's a gorgeous experience, man. Yeah, I you know when I think think about this game, I remember them when they first showed it. Everybody mm-hmm. talked about how it looked. You know, that was oh, yeah. a while ago. But I mean, I do remember people going, "Oh wow, that that looks really good." You know, wasn't that one of the first PS5 things they showed? Yeah. Oh yeah. That trailer, and I think it was a launch era game. Yeah. Like it was very close to launch. Um, people have some complaints about it and I haven't gotten that far into the game to tell you. I am probably, I know my percentage in the game. So I'm at mm-hmm. about 25% into the game. I want to okay. say that's six, seven hours. Maybe less, but I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, put some mm-hmm. time into it. I love mm-hmm. this game though. I really enjoyed playing it from the moment I started it. Like, I was like, I need to start a different game, right? Just to have as, like, a backup game. And, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just having a lot of fun. Now, what I will say is that um, I have, like, a... This is weird. I'll have to go look. No, mine is a PS5 game. It like reads it as PS4 game with an upgrade or something. I don't know. Hmm. It's weird. It reads it as PS4 Pro enhanced. I don't know. But I have like the (laughs) PS5 version. I didn't do like the PS4 upgrade version or whatever. But I'm looking at it on, you know, again, on the, um, oh, I see what it is. I got DLC. Yeah, so the disc version gives you, like, some bonus stuff. And I think they're just... I'm pretty sure they're just um, cosmetics. But who knows? But anyway, um, but yeah, I'm playing through it. Uh, Like I said, the graphics look awesome. Performance is stellar. Um, And... uh, and I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm just really enjoying it. But it is, I guess I haven't talked about it much. It is your open world platformer, kind of Metroidvania-esque, but I wouldn't call it that. But they definitely gate off areas until you get to certain right. parts. And you slowly build on upgrades. So you start with like a staff and you use that for melee combat. So it's like your light attack, your heavy attack, your dodge roll. Um, the heavy attack has like, longer frames of animation. So I think of dark souls or demon souls just cause we've been talking about it, but it's just like, mm-hmm. you need to know that you need to be able to get through the whole frame of animation by the time it hits or they can cancel you out. It's not mm-hmm. as complicated as I make it sound, but you just want to make sure the enemies don't hit you while you're doing that animation. If you're doing the harder hit. Um, but you have like a dodge roll, a jump an attack, and then you slowly oh, open upgrades And then they add on um, bow and arrow. So you do have bow and arrow stuff. And then you can build more weapons. And the point of the game is that you are like in this enchanted like village on like a mountainside in like Japan. Right. So it's all that beautiful landscaping. And this evil presence has shown up. Are there little things that... Follow you around. The Rot. Yeah, so there are these things called The Rot, which my wife hates that name, and she goes, it's so poorly named. 
but they mm. are these cute little fuzzy creatures that are capable. They follow you around. Right. They have tons of hats. Like one of the big collectibles in the game is you get hats for them and you can oh buy boy. and place hats on them. And they're also how you get rid of the like evil presence and corruption throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And they do it usually in little like puzzle platformy stuff is how you get rid of it. Oh, okay. And I don't want to give away too much. But, yeah, Kana's unique is how I'll put it. Yeah. And that's kind of how the plot it, goes. But the, if you don't love the story, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, every time I... When I've seen it, I thought it looked like something I would like. Mm-hmm. So, I You'll just like never got game. around to playing You'll it. Like you like this game. And the way I say it's like PS2 is like... It reminds me of the likes of like Mark of Cree and like Jack mm-hmm. Two and like right? right like it's those really cartoony out there, um, fantastical but beautiful and colorful. Right here's mm-hmm. here's the joke I made. It's you know how Nintendo is like into Disney, but Nintendo is really like old Disney. Right, like mm-hmm. 30s to 60s Disney, where the template was really the same. It was cool cell shading and stuff, but like you take Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, or a combination of the four, and you put them in a weird situation, and that's Disney, right? Right. Sony in the PS2 era, and by and large, they have hints of this definitely in PS3 and PS4 and PS5, but like, especially in the PS2 era. They were like new Disney, like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, like modern Disney, in that everything was really beautiful, everything was really colorful, everything was really creative, and everything was really charismatic. And this harkens back to those days. Yeah. And that's the draw to it. And it shouldn't be that expensive. Like, I don't know if I would buy it digitally. I've kind of noticed that, like... I'm curious right now. What's Gamefly selling it for? Gamefly tends to be a great place to buy this stuff. No joke. Um, here we go. Kana, Bridge of Spirits, the PS5 version. Woof. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's 20 bucks. All right. They're bad. selling it new for 48, but the keep it price is 20 bucks, which means. When they sell it on sale, if they've got copies, it's 20 bucks. And I'm just curious what used. Like I'm just thinking about used and stuff. You could probably find it online and stuff too. But Kana Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, actually, GameStop's charging a pretty penny for it. Fucking pre-owned, it's 40 bucks for the disc PS5 copy. So shit, maybe I jumped at the right time. Eh, maybe yeah. look for a digital sale. Holy shit, they'll give me 15 bucks trade-in credit for this. There you go. I'm not going to do it, but... Oh. Yeah. But yeah, (laughs) so you can find it for the right price. But uh, I think this game is well worth it for 30 bucks, maybe even 40. But like, if you want my opinion, man, Trees, like, it almost would be worth it to just like get a Gamefly subscription, rent it, Mm -hmm. play it for a while. And if you like it, just cancel your Gamefly subscription and 
pay the keep it price. And even if you did all those things, mm-hmm. that's 15 to do one month of Gamefly and then 20 to keep it. That's still 35. That's still cheaper than GameStop will sell it to you for used. And new, it's still like in the $50 range. So like, yeah. Huh. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good game. I think I'm going to like it. I have heard that the bosses get kind of like frantic. I will say that as you get to the end of each like section, there are like four major sections and I just finished the first one. Mm-hmm. The boss battles ramp up and yeah, at first the bosses are a little off putting, but once you learn their patterns, like any old school game, they're doable. They're, they're yeah. not, they're not ridiculous. How do you spell it? Kena bridge of spirits. So it's K E N A bridge of spirits. But if you just do Kena, K-E-N-A-P-S-5, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. I'll find it. I want to see uh, what it looks like again because I haven't. Um, K E N A. Kena. 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 They call her Kena in there. Oh, would you look at it's this? It's on. Uh, if you want to laugh, Walmart's got it for 28 bucks new. Yeah. They call it the deluxe edition, just in case you're wondering what the deluxe edition is. Kana gets a, uh, she's carrying, like, if you look at the cover of the box, it's her mm-hmm. with, like, a rod on her shoulder, like, looking over his shoulder and smiling at him. And she's wearing, like, a white outfit with a blue staff. If you buy that deluxe edition, well, the, the only version that's out, the tangible physical version is called the deluxe edition. You cannot get this on the digital version, but you get a special skin for your rot, for your first rot, for Kana and for her staff. Her staff is white, her outfit is black, and her rot is golden instead of black. But they are all just right, like like what do you call it? Like right. skins. Um, I will say you also get the digital soundtrack, but they do that weird Sony thing where you download this proprietary version of it. You can only listen to on your console, which I always find stupid. It looks very, I'm looking at the additions right now and there's one where she's standing there and you just explain it, but there's like little kids standing next to her and uh, it looks like Raya. The Disney cartoon. Oh, okay. I can give you that. Yeah. Even the faces of the kids. It's the same like style. And I know the kids you're talking about. Yes, because they are. There's like a little baby and there's like a. Yeah. Yeah. She even looks like Raya, sort of. Yeah, I could give that to you. She's very traditional Japanese. Um, The game's not, I would say. Like, Mm -hmm. it's got like appreciation for Japan's, shall we say, geography. But Mm -hmm. yeah, the game is very. It's very beautiful. It's very cool. So cool. Yeah. But cool. it's a it's a good game. And like I said, if you're contemplating it, I stand by this one here. Like it looks like Walmart's got it for twenty eight bucks. That's probably your best bet. Yeah. If you're gonna grab it. Like and if you're not. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna eat some crow here. I think if you're willing to buy it digitally, yeah. Okay. 
Actually, I'm going to take that back. If you're willing to not go for the digital deluxe version, which gets rid of those skins and the soundtrack, mm-hmm. it looks like it's $17.99 right now if you have PlayStation Plus digitally. And you get both versions, PS4 and PS5, which I don't get, but like, why the fuck would I care about that? But yeah. Right. Cana Bridge of Spirits, let me see. Yeah, it's 18 bucks right now on the PlayStation Store. That's the way you get it, Trees. All right. Like, you don't need to pull the trigger right now if you're not ready, but that's a really good sale price. Yeah. So Yeah, I definitely want I definitely want to check it out for if sure. If you know you want it eventually, I don't think Sony's gonna offer it cheaper than that. But Right. But yeah, and the deal's till 1-7, so even if you're hearing this right now and you're listening to the download, hopefully, right, like, you're listening to this on the 6th and you can just jump in there and buy it, but yeah, so far, Kana's cool. I mean, with what I've played so far of it, like, I'm happy with that. If I had paid 18 bucks and stopped today, right, I'd probably be happy, but yeah, it's very good, it's very, like... You definitely get that draw of like, oh, I just want to get it. And they do have the map where it like tells you, oh, you found seven out of the nine rot in this area and you can go hunt for them or you can just leave it be. They're not going to show you mm-hmm. where they are. So you have right. to explore the area, but you don't have to. Like the the expectation is that you find very little of the map to progress. So you're good. Cool. But anyway, it was charming. I- it's very charming. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. So when it comes around. But with that, I mean, that'll mm-hmm. be my week. I get. We still got to three Oof. hours. We still got to fucking Somehow. Out. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. All oh. right. Well, with that, is. <clears throat> anything you got to say in clothing, closing? Because I have one thing to say real quick before we go. Um, Questions for trees at gmail.com. There you go. Hit us up. I'm gearing up to like dig through. If anybody has ever sent them like months ago, like if you sent me something and I've never wrote back, uh, written back, uh, I've saw, I've seen your shit. I have it. I've seen it. I haven't forgotten. It's just I haven't got any more, any questions. So I haven't done anything. But I think I'll take what I got. But if anybody wants any more, it's, it's questions for trees at gmail.com. Anything you want to ask me, anything at all. And you send those my way, and I will uh, record a show. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one thing. Um, so you might have seen this, Trees, but uh, this weekend I released, I stealth released, or I spot check released on 1-1, um, a, a episode one of uh, the Retroactive Podcast, which is kind of me bringing it back, which is called Fred's Gaming History. Um, and it is me kind of talking about what the podcast is going to be and what I'm going to do with it. So, um, and then the topic. So if you want to know what the show is predominantly about is the show is predominantly about, um, uh, the, the episode, shall we say, actually not the show. The episode is predominantly about my upbringing and when I got it, when I experienced what game systems 
and okay. little things about that. It's like uh, 45 minutes, basically me going off the cuff about the things I got before I was like a s- sophomore in high school or something. <laughs> um, what the show is, is me going in to explore things that you probably wouldn't or... Mm-hmm. Like retro stuff and also like my Cron CD stuff and things like that. It's just my place to go do that. Um, I would like to believe that episodes will release regularly, like weekly or biweekly, but I'm not making any promises. Um, But right off the bat, like I've got some things I've got. First of all, the old episodes we had, we had like four episodes where we focused on specific games. I need to Mm re-release those, but those wouldn't really be considered releases. They would just be if I need to take a week off or something. And um, I'm definitely going to make it the new home of Cron CD. So I've continued to play lots of PC Engine CD games, but like making the videos for them has just taken so god awful long. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. So this is my opportunity to do that stuff. And so, um, yeah. So if people get a chance, it's at anchor.fm forward slash retroactive pod. If you have the feed, just go reboot your feed. You'll see some episodes disappear and you'll see some, the new episode reappear. Um, and I'm going to get that going, but that is for me to do stuff like you were talking about trees where it's like, what if I wanted to play through all the armored core games and just talk about them? Like, right. That's my place to do stuff like that. So that's where I'm going to do stuff like that and we'll see where it goes. But like I said, it's just, it's just a place to talk about stuff that I wouldn't bring here because I wouldn't Mm want to drag you into having a discussion about something you've just never played. Like, you and I won't have a discussion about Armored Core 1 on the PS1 because you're not about to play it and I don't think you've ever played it. Nope. And so it wouldn't be fair or entertaining to have that discussion. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it's for. Um, and it's it. the idea, though, is to get community feedback. And actually, Trees, one thing I will say, which I might get your feedback on if you're interested in various other people is right before the Dead Space remake comes out, I do think I want to release an episode talking about the Dead Space franchise. So there's a good example of what I'm talking about. So if you want to do that, go listen to the first episode, contact me, give your comments, thoughts, this and that. We can integrate them into an episode. But like I said, it's like a side thing. I'm just, I've always done like retro Saturdays. And so this is just my opportunity to explore various games with a theme and instead of just playing those games and just shrugging and moving on, I'm mm. going to record a podcast ideally every week to release early in the week. That will be just about what I did on Saturday. So that's the old idea. But. Cool beans, man. All right. Well, it's late and mm-hmm. we've got things to do, so we'll call it. But uh, in the meantime, yeah. Questions for trees at gmail.com. And check mm-hmm. out the retroactive, retroactive podcast. And until next week, this is Fred and Trees saying peace. Out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. Later. No, damn it. What? This is Fred and Trees saying happy gaming. <laughs> That's right. Later.